I'm gonna be real with y'all. I haven't been watching anime mainly because my brother got me hooked on this show called Letterkenny. Oh, okay. I've heard of that one. Literally the king of the hill of our generation. Those might be fighting words, but okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's some fucking words to say with your goddamn mouth, huh? I fucking, I will say them every time and I stand by my convictions. I'm gonna say, our generation, our generation did have King of Hell. You're talking about your generation, at which point, I I mean, I can't speak for your generation, but. Well, y'all are older than me. Y'all, I'm saying, like, I. I can't speak for y'all's generation directly, but like, I don't, I don't know why the youngins always looking to fight. Hello, and welcome to Weeboo Trash Talk, your number one unranked weekly anime podcast. Every Wednesday at 9:30 p.m. Central Time, we come to you live for our trash takes on anime news, host topics, and we've been watching right here at Twitch.tv/CLOSP. That is C L O S P. Please remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, a one-free monthly Twitch sub for any channel. We'd love to be that channel for you, but if not, that's okay. Go ahead and just hit the likes, hit the hearts, stars, whatever it is. I don't know what platform you're listening on. Just go ahead and, you know, hit something. Hit something. Just don't hit back. Please don't hit back. Give us at least 30 minutes. 30 minutes. We just need 30 minutes. Hit, hit a review. Just, like, I don't... You know what? Put a review. Countdown per second. See how many, um, every, every minute, every second. How, how many reviews can you leave? Challenge yourself. Reach for more. Go beyond. Plus, not going to finish it. Uh, anyway, I'm your host, CLSP. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by two co-hosts, El Chefe himself, uh, Mingo, at Cooking with Chefe on Facebook, and now on Twitter. I need to add that in there. Pause. Pause. Mingo, that's you. Oh, bouncing booty butt cheeks. Any who's in. What's up, babies? I'm back. How about y'all subscribe, leave a comment or something to keep to give me the motivation to want to have to be here? Because honestly, I'm being real with y'all. I'm growing thin. Not weight-wise, I'm fat, but still, I need inspirations. You heard him, folks. Help the chef cook. Alongside the world's number one Mio enthusiast, Gallant of Gallant and Zeros on Twitter and Twitch. I had a bit and I lost it, but that's every week, right? So I guess that's my bit now. Every week, every Is week. Is it because of bouncing booty butt cheeks? No, it wasn't. It was. Uh, I'll come in with it in thirty minutes. I'm. I'm sure. <laughs> All right then. This is episode seventeen on Wednesday, November tenth, twenty twenty one. This is the second week of November, huh? Yeah. Life okay. can get you fast. I. Uh, I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know that I'm okay with that. Hmm. All right, then. Anyway, this week we've actually got a stacked show for you. Normally, cause literally as we were, as I was finishing the doc for this week, I'm like, you know what? It's going to be a decent show. We got two pieces of news. We got, you know, a light announcements, like light uh, dates, but it should be nice and chill. And then Netflix had the um, Festival in Japan showcase where they announced, like, 17 new projects. So, we'll be going over all of those in one detail or another. We'll be talking about manga, both almost becoming a monopoly here in the States, and also piracy getting attacked that 
much more on being put down and what that could mean or what you can do to go ahead and make sure you're not losing out on the work you want to see go ahead and come here illegally. And then we actually have a number of required readings for you to go ahead and go over in your spare time. But before we get into all of that, as always, we will start with Mingo. What have I you been watching? I don't know if that's as always, but... We always start with what you've been watching. No, we don't always start with Mingo. Give the audience some credit. And technically, since my la my name translates to Sunday, I'm never the beginning. I am the end. Hey, you're always the beginning. Yeah, the, the, on, day of the week, Mingo. Yeah, on the official calendar, oh. Sunday's the first day. I don't start my days on Sunday. You mean your weeks? Whatever came second. Hopefully. I'm trying to distract myself because of the depression. Because I had to rewatch To Your Eternity again. But you no love the show. I do. I love being depressed. It's a very unhealthy cycle. Don't do it, kids. Anywhoosin, but do watch To Your Eternity. It is fucking amazing. Oh, God. Just three straight arcs of crying. That's all I can say. I won't give any spoilers. We are guaranteed our season two, which is very nice. So yeah, go give it a watch. Go give it a whirl. Cry with me, as Modoc would say. No, he wouldn't say that. Anywhoosin. Um... Then also, a bit of news that would make uh, make Carlos and and Gallon jump. I started watching Haikyuu. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, what was yeah, it? Sound too excited. Got it. No, I like it. It's very fun. Okay. Um, I've just been um, how is uh, Genesequa eh? shitting on it. <laughs> Because it's funny to me, in a sense. But that's not neither here nor there. I am enjoying it, though. Very fun. I love the cast. Um, Hinata's fucking funny. Press boy. But, um, uh, my, but... my main thing is uh, when he jumps, I could I can't help but not think of the goddamn um, uh, human from Samurai Jack that's like, jump good. <laughs> <laughs> That that is literally all I hear when I see him like leap in the air is like, or when he was giving that inspirational speech to the um, to a senpai that didn't want to come back because he kept getting blocked. Spoiler alert! Sorry. No, not really. It's season not one. Really. That was six years ago. Okay, cool. Well, you never know; these nerds can it be wily. Be less or it might be more. I, but... I think outside of like the the results of the matches, you can't really spoil Haikyuu that much because it it is the matches basically. Okay, cool. Wendy well, Hoosen. Yeah, every time I when he was giving that speech, I just kept hearing him be like, "I jump good." I just couldn't help but laugh. Fantastic. And then, uh, where are we at right now? We uh, they just they brought back him, and I think they're getting rid of getting ready for their. Or did we already get through that? I don't remember. I think uh, oh no, they did. They they fought the the ravens. Right. That's no, no, they, 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 they are, are the, the crows. They, I think you mean the cats. They fought the cats. 
Yeah, they fought the cats. Yeah, in a coma. Yeah, that was the um. Yeah, like it, it gets pretty hype. Uh, gives you that that build up action feel without the build up action feel. It does really good job of giving you that sports feeling. Mm-hmm. Nothing doesn't really ever seem set in stone, and I like that. Like Haiku, if nothing else is, like, their selling point is they are extremely earnest for... They are, like, an example of how you do a sports anime earnestly and correct. Yeah, like, uh, I get more of a Rudy feel than, like, a Gridiron game. Yeah. Yes. And, um, I like that. Weird comparison, but incredible. I mean, I don't know how else to compare it, and I, I feel like I'm at a loss of words because, like, I don't want to go too hard into sports talk. Yeah. On an anime podcast, it seems kind of uh, counterintuitive. I've been talking They're about a sports show. It's understandable. Yeah. But for me and Carlos, yeah, we're not super big sports heads. Yeah, but at least y'all got the reference. That's a big yeah. one. Sports and movies, like, easy pull. Yeah. And I feel like those were like the best like ones that I could like associate with Haiku. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it very much so right now. Uh I do laugh whenever the uh what is what is she, the the female the coach or whatever? The uh Yeah, the assistant manager. Yeah, no, there the, you go. The manager. The manager, manager. Yeah. Whenever they go in and they just all turn ape shit like in South Park. <laughs> That makes me laugh too. Really good, really good. Uh, like a uh, heartfelt show. Like I um, it was a nice, it was a good kind of pick me up from Two Year Eternity. Oh, that's maybe the perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's the perfect time to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, there's there's no other way to put it. You look to be real with you, kiddos. You need a pick me up after Two Year Eternity. There was a reason why I fucking rewatched Miss Kobayashi's all the way through. So that I could be ready for fucking two-year eternity. By far in my top five of saddest animes. Two-year eternity, not Haikyuu. Not Haikyuu. Yeah, yeah. Two-year eternity. Haikyuu is very nice and fun felt. I'm not a big sports anime fan, but I do say that I can enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it's really funny. When I when I tell pe- people Haikyuu is a sports anime, I'm like, yeah, but it like, while it is a sports anime, like, it's not that. Like, it it is that, but it's not like, it's not over the top. Mm-hmm. And it, I think that's what I like it, most they, about they do it. Some kind of ridiculous shit in there, but it's all like couched in reality. It is not. Um, yeah, it's it, not like. Uh, it's not. Kirk, I will... They literally have uh, Super Saiyan. Yeah, that's yeah. the basketball one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see that. Like, I remember seeing bits and pieces of that and being like turned away because I'm like, "Yo, that's that's some fucking. What is this? What's wrong with you?" Yeah, Haiku is like, Haiku was not special moves, uh, potential out of nowhere bullshit. Haiku was such a actual like, well written sports series of just working on their fundamentals and growing as people and as players and like how you get how they make you invest in that with their writing of like. You, you want to see the, the story keep going because it, it earnestly is about this group of young individuals who are just, they love this sport and they want to see how far they can go. But it really is them about 
learning and getting better at their sport. Not, not trying. They're not trying to. There is no like overlapping. Like the goal is to be the greatest ever or do this certain thing. No, they they just earnestly love it and want to keep playing. Honestly, what a good comparison that I can make, and y'all are free to disagree, is it gives me a good Megalobox feel. Like, I wouldn't say, like, I would say Haikyuu is a little bit more inspirational, but I still get, like, that nice, I know I'm watching an anime, but at least I know, like, there are some bases in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think that's, like, honestly, the closest comparison I can make to it is Megalobox. Just, you know, different settings. Yeah. I I only, the only reason I can't really say more is because like, I remember I did watch Megalobox. I wasn't too hot on it per se, but only because I'm I'm not a big fan of that particular tone in Megalobox. That's just me. It's nothing against the show or any kind of lack of quality in the writing or production. I'm just typically not for that that uh, lower tone or more. Um, uh, I guess like um, I don't want to say depressing tone, but more like solemn tone. That's just not me well, necessarily. But I, but I get you. It's a com- it's a comeback story. Yeah. Um, Megalobox is uh, for those that haven't seen, you know, it's your. I wouldn't say it's your classic boxing story, but it is a good redemption story. Yeah. And um, which is main still thing a per- you got. Go ahead. The main thing you want to realize is that in Megalobox, you know, his claim to fame was boxing and that's where the basis comes from is that a lot of his shit came from from knowing how to box you know so i was able to resonate with that you know i I did some boxing in my days too mm-hmm. so like i but like in haiku you know i've never been a big volleyball fan like i had a cousin who did volleyball and like his girlfriend did volleyball but like i was never that into it so i came into it thinking well i was never into volleyball I don't know if I'm going to really be into this. But, you know, the characters and everything have a way of turning it around for you. And what really kind of uh, set the rock and set set the sword in the stone, so to speak, uh, was my brother, who isn't sports savvy at all. Like, he could really give two shits in a popsicle about sports in general. Um... He actually like praised it, praised it hard. So I was like, okay, well, let's 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 give it pitter patter. Let's get at it. So yeah, I can honestly say I enjoy. Oh, uh, I can I enjoy it very much, and I look forward to seeing more of it. Yeah, and like the, part of like why I like only pause because like it's kind of what you're saying like you ever been a big fan of volleyball? I mean, obviously, um, I I haven't either. But like the thing that Haikyuu does so well, I feel like a lot of sports enemies don't do. In a sense, even like, because I, I get what you mean, like it's a comeback story for Megalobox. Like that's kind of the same thing with Haikyuu too, of this school had used to be a very prestigious volleyball team. And then just kind of, you know, it fell off for one reason or another as time went on. This is their struggle to come back and regain that, that reputation, basically, as they're growing. So like I under under underdog story there. But what I really like about it is kind of what you were saying, or, or I would say for you, like, what Haikyuu does so well, and what a lot of other sports animes, in my opinion at least, don't do very well, Haikyuu, as you go on, it teaches you volleyball. It makes you understand and care about 
the sport of volleyball. Not to be like, oh, you're going to be a great volleyball fan now, but more so like, no, you're going to understand it's enough to be invested in. You'll actually understand how important certain plays and moments are. You don't just want these people to win. You want to see what this particular movement, this particular move, whatever it is, really means for what's happening in the, that episode. Like, I could feel so, you on that. I guess I haven't really caught that feeling yet because I'm still early in. Yeah. But uh, I you mean, only time can tell. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, because uh, you haven't gotten directly yet to the points of like uh, – they're not competing yet. They're practicing still. I don't think you've been to an official match yet. Uh, not that I remember. But I'm I'm excited to see you go on this journey and see what happens. Uh, okay, and then from there, because Mingo said that he'd be watching uh, Haikyuu, that inspired me to go back to an anime that had just dropped. Like, it seemed perfect timing that dropped right after Mingo had told that to me. I was like, you know what? I'll go back and I will start the dub for a volleyball anime that came out, you know, last season. And suddenly the entire dub, all 12 episodes, dropped on Funimation. So let's check it out. So I went ahead and I watched. Uh, let me get this fucking name here. Uh, two Gallant, if you know school names, maybe help me here. 2.43. CN High School uh, boys volleyball team. Uh, let's see. Let me just... it's... Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's Seiyan. Seiyan? Okay. Yeah. S-E-I is Sei. Okay. 2.43 Sei High School or Sein High School. Seiyan, yeah. Seiyan uh, High School boys volleyball team. And... Folks, let me tell you, I did not enjoy this. <laughs> um, That's about uh, what I figured, yep. Like, I, I I, did not enjoy this at all, really. And I really wanted to. I will admit that they brought me back from the end. The first episodes, I was like, what's going on here? Why aren't they, like, one, it makes it seem like you're going to be following an asshole character who just isn't enjoyable to follow. And they're um, kind of like, Basically, okay, it literally started the start of the series, the very first like five, two minutes of it. Of this person is such an asshole in how they play and pushes their team so hard that a member of their team who didn't show up for a game didn't show up because they felt so much pressure allegedly from that character that they tried to off themselves. And I was like, "Oh, uh, what?" That is literally the first two minutes. It was like, okay. I don't want to follow this character then. Like, it's not, it's not a good feeling. Um, not a complex feeling. It's not, a, it's just plain not a good feeling. And I'm kind of fast forward, meet the other side character that used to be friends as childhood, uh, you know, childhood friends. Then the asshole character moved away, uh, got a lot more hardcore. They come back to meet up in middle school. I didn't realize they were in middle school. I thought they were already in high school. So that's I thought this was just like the setting the tone for the entire series, basically. And then what was it? They meet up, they're playing, and I'm like, wow, they're just there's they're not talking about the manager and talking about the coach and talking about any of that, but they're assembling this team and playing games. And I was like, what's going on here? Like what the fuck? What really set me off was like the first match they play, 
they don't show. And they just skip the match. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and that's when I, like, luckily because it all came out, uh, I was able to see, oh, time has passed. Okay, so like the first two episodes are just set up, basically, for this. And then they go to high school. It's like, okay, cool. Maybe now I'll enjoy it because they're going to talk about other characters and whatnot. No. No, no, not at all. Uh, they they could have a cool cast of characters and cool stories, but instead they're just kind of stuck on this whole the complicated and dramatic lives of these two boys, I guess. And like, I was I was coming in hoping for like a really cool sports anime because it is a beautiful series. Don't get me wrong; the art is great, the animation is great. Uh. Just good production quality all around, um, and, and I wouldn't even say the story, the writing is bad. I, I would not say I'm, I'm. I would say the writing is uh, interesting to a point, but it's not a sports anime that they're writing. It's a high school drama. Like in the trailer you're seeing right now, they're they're showing off all these different characters that you meet later on. But so far as I've seen, I got maybe five episodes in, uh, five or six night before I was kind of just done. It was like. Yeah, but it's only two episodes here, and you're not giving these characters any spotlight because it doesn't want to be a sports anime. It doesn't want to, like, like I said, the thing I love so much about Haikyuu, it made you fall in love with their love of the sport of volleyball. So you were invested that way. Uh, say in high school, boys volleyball team just doesn't want that. It's just, it wants you to care about these two characters. Like, okay, cool. But, like, I... I can't really care about them because their conflicts just kind of keep escalating to more and more. It's like, okay, after a certain point, drama's just there for the sake of drama. Like, why? I don't understand. Like, this is—is is it like inter interpersonal drama? Um, like between the players, or is it like they have to play for the lives of the cheerleaders or something? For like the lives of children or anything, but it's kind of very much like, oh, don't you just understand this anxiety? It's it's so much and misunderstandings <clears throat> of what may have happened in the past. And then I think the fine the last episode I watched ended with like a uh, small small. I don't even know if this is like means anything in the future, but smaller spoilers for like maybe the fourth or fifth episode. Uh, you start when they first meet again in middle school. Uh, the nicer character who likes volleyball and was happy to see his friend come back. Uh, his cousin, who he hangs out, was like, why do you want to get so into a sport that's lame and stupid and whatnot? And he's very much like, you know, the apathetic, don't get attached to things type of character. And then you find out maybe he cares a little bit more just about his cousin. And it ends with, oh, well, I don't know what's going on with this other person. It's a lot of drama going on. We're kind of worried about playing with each other and whatnot. And a lot of law misunderstandings, and then he's come. He hears like they're sees them fighting, or sees the the cousin character getting jumped and beat up, and like with two people who you originally thought were his friends, and it's like, what? Okay, so is he getting jumped by a gang? What's going on here? It's just so much like escalating like drama out of nowhere in a small countryside area. It's like, why are we doing all of this? Like, it's a CW show. Yeah, basically. It's a CW show with the backdrop being, oh, they're on a volleyball team. It, it really is. It just wants to be a teen drama, but it's mm -hmm. centered around these volleyball players. But you're really only following, like, two of them. And 
they both kind of don't express themselves that well, so you don't really care about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't see how they could possibly make these other char- side characters mean anything. Like, I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever go back because I was almost out in those first episodes when I did not know what the fuck was going on there. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it, then high school happens. Like, okay, maybe it'll bring it back. It, it really didn't. And I had to, like, struggle to get through the episodes. Like, I just, I really want to care. Because, it, it, like I said, it's good production quality. So you'd want to see more of that. But nope. Not really. Huh. And I don't know. It's weird. If, <clears throat> if Not to, like, I, I don't know. If you're looking for a good sports anime, maybe around the sport of volleyball particularly, uh, go watch Haikyuu. If you want a teen drama, apparently you watch this. I'm assuming. I don't know. They they skip entire matches. They don't talk about the matches very much. Like they just don't devote episodes to matches. Like it's like the volleyball does not does not matter to them. It's like okay, well, I mean, if you don't care about the sport you're in, that's kind of the the backdrop for your thing. Then I I want to care about the sport. I'm here for the sport, but you want me to maybe care about the, these personal maybe, dramas? Like mm-hmm. maybe like the arc is like they end up like really caring about you know. Yeah, they end up really caring about the sport, and they realize like that it becomes like something important to them or whatever. I mean, it, it is important to them, like as players, like they they want to keep playing volleyball. They do, but then they keep like pulling they they pull the characters away from their love of volleyball for the sake of interpersonal drama. When they're on the court, like they talk about, like I just really love volleyball. Like you, you can tell that, like it could be a high cue, it could be, but. Then the writer just chooses like, no, let's, let's pull them back out and have all this other stuff happen outside of the court that they focus on. It's like, okay, yeah. So, oh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe I go back to. Maybe I don't. It's all out there in Funimation though. I think it's like twelve episodes. It's all dubbed, all subbed. However you want to enjoy it. Well, sounds like you were off to a roaring start. Uh, but you know what? That's okay. Because the rest, the rest of the week was honestly pretty damn good for me. So what I also went ahead and watched. This is gonna be our first serotonin uptake. Uh, for the sake of what that was to bring back up there, I went ahead and finally started the first two dubbed episodes of Restaurant to Another World season two. Get it? Is it as beautiful as it is in my dreams? So <laughs> here's the thing. So I switched studios. It does not look bad. But I've noticed noticed this time around, for me personally, I feel like the background art is not as high res. It's a bit mm, not as uh, not as a, as beautiful as I remember per se. Not mm-hmm. bad, but I feel like they kind of just like, oh, it's, we're just gonna we're gonna basically do the entire series in a field of view camera type situation where the the food Aww. and the person is the focus. The background's kind of more blurred out. It's like. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Personally, I've been going through that with a game I've been playing right now. I don't really like that, so I kind of can't fucking escape it. Um, but I will say, for the sake of that, though, the characters at the very least, not just about the food, but the characters at the very least, mm-hmm. do look prettier than they did last time. I'm not going to say better or it's subjective, but they do look prettier as characters, per se. The way they're they're drawn, the way their hair moves, things of that nature, animation. It seems... We'll say higher quality this time around. I don't know how I feel about that, considering this, you know, the all aroundedness of the short stories. Last time around, the big selling point was the short stories and the food. So I don't really particularly care if it's 
pretty per se. The characters are pretty, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's still resting on the world. It's still the same writing, so it's still fun and enjoyable and wholesome and just. I'm so happy it's back. Like that's that's the only thing I could think of the entire time. Like I can't even really say because nothing nothing too big narratively happened this time around. But uh I was just so happy. I honestly yeah. don't I, I'd have to I have to go back to remember. I'd have to check I honestly don't know if I watched one episode or two. I just know I was there and everything stopped for a little bit and I was I was in a good place. Yeah. It, that's a show at its best. And also, the only reason I did watch it, because normally I would think, like, maybe I want to wait and watch and whatnot uh, before I get it all in one go. Uh, I had just eaten, like, a shit ton of noodles, so I was stuffed, meaning I was safe. I didn't have to spend any money on any food. Otherwise, oh, God. We'll see what happens next week. Let's see. We'll see if I eat beforehand if I'm ordering something within, like, two minutes of the show starting. Also, I will make a note. I mean, I, the the opening and ending, like I guess they're trying to have bops this time around, but I, I, I kind of miss the somberness of the opening and ending of the first season. That like it it, it helped to just just keep you chill all the way through the entire time. So mm-hmm. it feels like they're trying to go a bit more standard marketing material in terms of that. You know, oh kind of uh, more upbeat, happy characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm, no, no, restaurant's chill. Restaurant is chill. You, you don't need... The marketing beat here is that it is uh, relaxing. You don't you don't need to hype me up for this. Yeah. I'm glad it's back. I'm, I mean, that's one of the, the first shows that y'all recommended to me that I was like, okay, I'm going all in on this. And like, you know, there's a there's a lost episode out there that has me talking about falling in love with it. So I'm just so happy it's back. Okay. Now I think the conundrum is: do I start it or do I wait? Either or is pain. Yeah. Why don't you, for sure. why, don't you why don't you start it? Make a list of all the the stuff, and at the end of the season, you can slowly decide you know what all you want to buy and try and recreate yourself. Oh, Carlito, I do that anyways. I'm actually, uh, I mentioned this before the podcast, but just for everybody in the audience, I am trying to learn how, teach myself how to make amuraisu, and I'm actually going to start learning how to make egg salad sandwiches. Delicious. I'll say again, I fucking love eggs. I've been practicing how to make a Kewpie mayo, too. I've been writing down recipes and stuff. Nice. All right, then. And then with that, uh, next up, I went ahead and watched the first episode of My Senpai is Annoying. The first the first uh-huh. episode came out on Funimation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is basically a... I don't know it's specifically stated that C has, like, dwarfism or anything, but a very short uh, young woman just starting out in the cells... Uh, industry is you know trying very hard to make people understand and embrace that she is a grown adult and living an adult life 
Exactly. It's it's very bothersome too because she is a she is a noticeably short character. This isn't like oh she's just with a really tall huge character. It it is legitimately she is she's shorter short. than everybody, right? Yeah. yeah, she's got to be like four foot something. Legitimately a short person, um, even by other female character standards. So it's very much that, and her uh senpai, her senior at this office is. Basically, The Rock with hair. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that, that dude big. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, is he bigger than the than than the um? How was it called? How how to lift dumbbells or how heavy are my dumbbells? No, I don't think anyone's bigger than that guy. Yeah. Okay, good. Wait, no, that's just... not the one I was thinking about. I was thinking about the one where the guy is like a wrestler and it's an isekai. That dude is fucking huge. You seen that one, Mingo? No, but please send me the name oh, wait, of this. Wait, wait, yeah, wait! You to... haven't seen that one, Mingo? The the animal rights activist is a wrestler. There it is. Oh. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it no, is. No, what the fuck? Where has this been all my life? What, what is it what? on? No, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'll come back to my senpai's annoying. Just give me a second here. I need I need to find that first. Hold on. This is this is an intervention. Yeah, this needs to happen. Hold wait, on. am I on drugs uh, again? What? No, not that one. Uh, not that kind okay. of intervention. An intervention where you need to know this anime. Okay, oh, good. Hold on, hold on. Oh my, Dallin, do you remember the name of it at all? I'm going off of nothing. I'm just going back on seasons. Fuck. No, hold on. Furry wrestler anime. No, because that's some other shit, and I'm not ready for that. No, it'll get you what you're looking for. That's what they all say now. Phrasing. Let's see here. Hold on, hold on. Okay, fall 2020. So I would want. Summer, maybe? Is it summer? Summer sounds right. No, okay. Maybe, Everything. maybe right spring. Maybe spring. Uh, You're springing this on me. No, okay, not spring. Then winter. Was it 2019? It couldn't have been that far back. Or maybe oh, it yeah, it, it definitely was. It was before pandemic stuff for sure. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh... It's a fall 2019. All right, and I am I am still going back there. Hold, okay, there we go. Uh, 2019, fall 2019. Uh, Kimono Michi Rise Up. Uh, pro wrestler Genzo is tasked by the princess to slay the beast of the kingdom, but he opens a pet sh- shop to save them instead. And he's Yo, an extreme. He's like the the, the top. What's up? This is my fucking jam. Where has it been? On Funimation. Uh, here, let me go ahead and pull this up. How how the how the fuck did we? I I find this unacceptable. This is absolutely your thing. Here you go. There you go, Mingo. It is in our uh, group Discord now. You can follow that link. Consider it for my next week's watch. I I believe it. When you start that, I don't I don't believe for a goddamn second you're stopping. Um Holy shit. I'm gl- I am excited to see that happen now. Holy fuck. I can't believe I pulled that out of my brain. You said big dudes and I remember that dude is huge. Fuck, that's going to be a cool one to hear next week. Okay, sorry. Anyway, back to my senpai was <laughs> my senpai is annoying. <laughs> um 
I enjoy it. I, I really think it's I think it's uh it's fun, it's cool. She she really is trying. They don't like it it's sad that um well, I don't know if it's sad. I mean she she really is trying. You can tell she's very immature and just trying to take it more seriously. But it, I mean it's wholesome. I don't know, it's cool, it's fun, it's enjoyable. And it's not anything creepy or anything like that so far as I've watched. It's only been the first episode, but they don't go into any kind of really creepy type stuff. She's just a very immature kid who wants, you know, has to deal with this perception of being a child her whole life, so she's really desperate to make her own mark on there. Yeah. But I'm down. After one episode, I'm totally fucking down. I want to see what this grows into. I hope we get more of the side characters, which it looks like we're doing by the trailers, and just really enjoy this. I, I think it's going to be another one where it's, I'm just really going to come back week to week and enjoying the fuck out of this world. Kind of like uh, Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a, that's some bold talk there, buddy. I said like. I said like. <laughs> I was enjoying that. And then next up, before we go into a pass along, uh, I started watching because it dropped on Funimation randomly. And I was completely wrong about it. So I didn't talk about it. A few weeks ago, I watched an anime or started watching an anime called um, The Raid King Succession something something. I don't know. It's a fantasy anime. It was a fantasy action anime. Um, didn't go very well. It kind of really put me off. At the same time, I was playing a fantasy video game that I really wasn't enjoying. So it was just like it left a very bad taste in my mouth. I didn't want to touch anything fantasy for a while. But this anime called uh, Hortensia Saga. The entire mm. 12 episodes dropped on Funimation finally. This was like a few uh, seasons back at this point. <coughs> and I was hoping it would get it done like the other one. But I was very much like, okay, well, we'll see what happens here. See how it goes. I'm not too excited because I've already been left down so much at this point. I don't want to just keep watching subpar fantasy stories, really. I'm honestly kind of surprised how much I enjoy this. Uh, this so this is of course you know it's based on a mobile game, as always, uh, from Sega. But this is based on a mobile game from Sega that people have praised. Like, hey, they got really strong narrative here for this gameplay. Actually, this is kind of really cool, and I guess it's a whole media project Sega is doing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it starts off with it starts off with a kingdom straight up falling. Like the king is killed by a werewolf. The the heroes at the time kind of presumably all die off fighting as the kingdom falls and the princess uh is taken away and becomes very much a a, hey the the big hero from the last generation that generation that was there fighting before they die trying to stop the fighting and okay here's your father's sword now new main character you must take that up well at the same time the person who gives him the sword his uncle also escaped the invasion with the princess of that country and said in order to protect you and keep you alive because of your blood uh you need to pose as a boy and they start doing that before they get to the main protagonist basically so cut hair changes body image things of that nature and then they show up and it becomes a whole thing of like four years later where the primary protagonist, whose dad dies, uh, they're trying to, they're already a knight, they're trying to do better for the kingdom, things of nature, they're their own lord of their own land, so not be really beholden 
per se, to anyone directly. They've already left the Knights. And kind of just going around trying to keep their area safe and orderly while fighting off invaders as they come. Secondly, they are still part of a larger kingdom and things of that nature. So it's it's kind of cool. And the what I really like about it is the fact that the princess who was pretending, who is still pretending to be a boy, is not magic-based. It's, it's, oh, yeah, she's the squire to the main protagonist, so they both go around fighting with swords on battlefields and whatnot. And That's as cool. anyone knows, I'm, I'm a sucker for, oh, you actually have anim uh, armies animated and fighting in your combat. I'm down with that. Like, um, what is it? Uh, the archery anime came out a few years ago. It's... You know what? It's been too long, and honestly, the text is small. I can't read. I was going to say, I have it on my uh, Blu-ray shelf down there, but I'm not going to go reaching for it. I'm a big fan of, oh, if your combat is actually based around actual armies fighting and whatnot, I'm there for it. So the fact that even though, of course, they, they make her weaker, she isn't the best swordsman, kind of gets thrown down a lot. But is this there? As straight up, like, the one for one, they're both using swords. And there are some hints that maybe, maybe they're going to push it to where... Uh, Maybe we switch who the main protagonist is available to go ahead and be, per se. And that kind of interests me. Uh, like, Gallant, mm -hmm. if you ever see, if you see the intro for this, you'll probably get what I mean because you'll you'll probably catch some of the the subtle notes they do with the intro there. And I was like, I'm, I'm a very I'm a very analyze and opening kind of person, so yeah. yeah. So I saw, I was fun. like, hmm, hmm. I don't know if they have the balls to do this, but this could be interesting. So yeah. I still wouldn't call it, like, the best writing ever, per se. I don't think it's going to win any awards. It could easily still become something that's not as great. I, I will say this, though. I mean, when I started watching it, almost immediately from watching it, I was like, I am mad I put this off. Because it was already late in the week. I did not have time to devote to just sitting there and watching the whole thing. I had other things to do. So I couldn't just sit there and watch mm -hmm. the whole thing. I probably will over the week, see what happens on there if I can. But yeah, no, that was a big thing. I was just like, damn, I'm I'm kind of all in. I don't know if it will be as good as I'm hoping it to be. I think it probably won't just for, you know, it's part of a promotional project. Those projects don't typically go all in and have the highest quality throughout compared to just something that's meant to be a good product, period. Uh, but it's enough like, yo, this could be fun. This could be like a fun little fantasy thing. So, I don't know. I'm always a sucker for that. I'm always a sucker for fantasy adventure and i'm always a sucker for uh oh there's a villain to fight because mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of like again this is also what you said in the pre-show of what kind of bothers me a lot with like this younger generation especially tiktoks and whatnot is that they're always so busy fighting about oh who could who could beat who who could verse who getting all the an every little analytical anime fact right and whatnot in their videos and it's like and y'all don't know, like, y'all don't know, like, the most animes and what are isekais now and everything else of that nature because they they sell. But back in the day, you had to just hope whatever you got was good writing and had good villains, like good guys versus bad guys, because that was going to kind of be all you had. So I think because of that, because it, it is hard to write that narrative of what's a good bad guy, what's a good um, antagonist or antagonistic plot towards the protagonist trying to get to somewhere and you know it's, it's understandable it's a tough thing to write i do not at all 
like uh, I'm trying to like shit on isekai things in nature of like, oh, they're just fodder. It's like, no, I understand. Like even with this, I'm enjoying this. I don't think this is going to reach the levels of hype and quality that I would like it to do because it's kind of hard to do. But to see something even get close to it at this point where I'm kind of like, just, you know, I'm parched and dying of thirst here, I'm about it. Like, I really am about it. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I'll probably come back next week with full thoughts, hopefully. But yeah, again, that is Hortensia Saga. Uh, it is a mobile game, so if you know how to get... It hasn't come to the U.S. just yet. And I don't think there are any plans just yet. Apparently there are plans. Though. I've seen some gameplay of it. I might play it. I don't know. I've been on big mobile game. I've been playing a lot of things. By the way, the uh, new Tales game uh, on mobile, Tales of Luminaria, has launched. If you get a chance, it's free to play. The gotcha hasn't been that hard for me when I'm seeing on it. Kind of cool. You play it like this. You play it vertical, and you just kind of move around doing combat, use special arts, whatnot. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. Big, quick shout-out there. But, yeah. No, uh, if you want to see the first material, it's a game. It's a big push game for Sega that wants it to be something. So, I don't know. We'll see how it happens. I hope it does. I hope at the very least it, it leaves me wanting a second season because I would like that engrossing. Like, there's nothing wrong with an engrossing fantasy story. Let's go. Let's see, let's mm-hmm. see it. For the love of God, someone go back and bring us back Legend Legendary Heroes. Please. Please. Oh my God. I'm not going to get into it, but Legend of the Legendary Heroes is like, that's also a weird like fantasy murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. also just doesn't get done enough, so... Again, fantasy is hard. Like, I understand this. That's why I appreciate it so much when someone comes back and does it even remotely well. And then from that, we'll go ahead and move on to my final thing, which can also be part of the cross, the pass-off to Gallant here. Uh, I started off and watched the first two dubbed episodes of Jobless Reincarnation Season 1, Part 2. Boy, okay. howdy. For some reason, I thought you meant, because we talked about this before, of course, you got to plan things out, right? I thought you meant you'd only just watch the because I was like, wait a minute! I swear to God, you watched the rest of the show. I thought you meant you watched the 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 first like the second episode again. I was like, damn, was I just wrong? No, 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 no. Okay. I I I'm I'm caught up with the same with you, and I watched the first two episodes, and of the of the second part of this first season, you know, the new episodes. However you want to put it, it's we live in a weird place, folks, but. Yeah, I watched it, and oh, I've never missed problems so much, because this show is a goddamn problem, but it's it also, really is. I just, no, but also, I can't walk slaps. away, yeah, you can't, it's it's hard, it shows really good, It's it's unfortunate how good it is. Oh my god, was that just in a trailer right now? Uh, what part? The blonde girl. There was the blonde girl for a moment in that trailer. Probably. From the second episode. That kind of doesn't surprise me. The elf lady, right? That's what we're talking about? Is she an elf? The one with, like, long, blonde, curly hair, who's constantly... Getting gangbang? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's an elf. Okay. Well. Yeah, her. Like, she was... Mm, she was in the trailer. For a split second, which, yeah, she was in that trailer for all her glory. Um, 
Was there five guys in the screen as well? Let's not think about it because I have it on loop and we still got a lot of discussion. Yeah, Jawless Marine Reincarnation. It's back. It still is. It still is problematic, but it still is good too. Got why the fuck is this person such a good writer? I don't know. I wish someone told them they didn't have to be super edgy to write a good story because like, damn, they can write a good fucking story. They really can. Like, sweetie, it's okay. You can. You don't gotta keep sharpening the edges. You can let it go dull. You can like play with a ball. It's a bouncy ball. No, actually, no, I take that back. Don't do that. I don't trust you with with balls. Um, I do. Sign me up for a good time. Why don't you? Oh. I'm so happy it's back, but God damn it, just yeah. That second episode was a lot. Gallant, you've gone further ahead though, apparently. Carlos, I. When I tell you you're maybe for in for some of the best episodes of anime of the year, um, I can do nothing but recommend this show still. <laughs> like, oh my god, there's just some shit that like happens in like kind of the coolest way, and it's like, what the... Like, Look. it's it's literally insane. Like, it, I don't know, it's figuratively insane, I guess, but... All I'm saying is, I... The, I so we haven't gotten to yet because my start date got pushed back, but I did land a job. People, that's gonna be paying very well and help us support more the podcast, doing things on there. I may or may not, with that paycheck incoming, have looked up how many of the light novels are available on Amazon and done Too some many. calculating. Those are published by Seven Seas. I follow them on Twitter because they publish quite a bit of Yuri. And uh, oh yeah, there's a lot of that out. Dude is full grown in uh, some of the volumes I've seen. I'm angry, but I'm also enjoying myself so much. God damn it. As you should. It's 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 still better than the other fucking thing, so whatever. Um Which, what other fucking thing? The one we don't talk about. Uh oh, oh. Yes. The one I remember reading a, a Twitter comment about and being like, the what? Yes. Yeah. But hysterical yeah no it's like honestly like i was watching last night and i'm like this show's not gonna make me cry that should make me cry unfortunately like in in like a good way not in like a, a like hyper depressive way but like, in like I, a, i'm i'm all aware shit, the writing here is really good i'm i'm aware at least of what it seems like i may not know the word for word that plot details are working with but i'm aware kind of what the plot device they're using in the latest episode so no i i get you i get you the latest episode? You mean like that has aired? Not that you've seen? Or... Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Like I said, yeah. I, I, they, there were promo videos for the latest episode. So right, I saw yeah. I saw the plot device they're kind of playing with there. So, um, no, Dude, I can see that. You, I, you haven't even... Oh, man, I can't even talk to, you, talk to you about the boy. You haven't even met the best boy. I... Yeah. I'm, I don't... It, I should have seen the nympho coming, but I didn't. Uh, okay, this is the thing, alright? I'm actually kind of okay with that character. Yeah, because no. Because most of the time, the the blonde like elf ladies are always like so hyper pure and beyond human existence, and this lady yeah. just being a, the 
the no, biggest she... slut queen she can. Go get it, girl. Is that bitch knows what she wants. She's getting it. I, I get My it. My favorite I... line is someone else being like, what's she going to do if she gets pregnant? That was the best line so I far. my ass off. I was like, this is so good. This what are we going to do if you get pregnant while we're journeying? I was like... Uh, uh, it's fucking just... It, that show is just so good. And like... Uh, just... Speaking of sick talkers, just, it's... Oh, God damn it. I don't even know how this is going to get to a, like a cathartic ending for a season. Yeah. But like, also, I don't care. All of the world building, all of the like set pieces, all of the characters you meet, and like just the stuff that's happening is so. I haven't had a series that's been like this, like gotten me excited about like the like, lore in the world, in the like what's going on. Like, oh, we're going to a weird fucking place because some bullshit just happened. Let's go. I I want to be everywhere. The way they treat time is nuts. Like, an episode ends and then the next episode is like starts up and you're like, oh, they're in the same they're in the same place. And someone goes, wow, that's been a quick three months, huh? And I'm like, excuse me, you're just gonna skip three fucking months, huh? And. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. Like the it just it's decent. And you even get some like backstory from like you even get some growth out of the main character. Uh, not growth in the way that you would want, but growth in like, you know, how he was as a in his former life. You know, he actually like, you know, making you he learns from his mistakes. He's in a similar situation as something that, you know, happened in his life that you get a flashback in. And like he understands and grows and is like, okay, there we need like something needs to be done here. You know, I've been through this before. Can't just do it like I did before. And, you know, it kind of makes you think like, you know, maybe in, you know, the life that he ended up dying in originally, maybe he would have had growth there too, you know, as a person, I don't know. There's just so many way they did. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. The, the, the show is fantastic. The world is good. The animation is gorgeous. The, have you noticed that sometimes it like slips into having film grain and not actually no yeah there are times it might actually always have film grain i, I don't remember but there are certain like night scenes like where it was like night at the docks mm-hmm. um you might not even be at that episode yet um where like it was night at the docks and i was like oh god they they put like hella film grain on this and it's just it's just weird and, and i'm like a part of me is like that's dumb and then like i'm watching it and i'm like yeah, never mind. This all looks gorgeous. Like this is doing like I find no fault with this. I caught that it that they put it there, but you know, it, it's just there. There's so many good like stylistic and direction decisions. The fact that there's no opening, the fact that the opening credits still like, like are I... always just still yeah are just shots of them. Go, like it's usually like here's the place that we're at. Here's extra shots of what they're doing to set up where we're going to be. And the opening song is going to play over, but we're going to let you just breathe in this world. I it's, want it's... like, I, I can't express the fact of like, this is such a good fantasy story. If anyone's wondering while on the other podcast, while I am just railing so hard on the shitty storytelling in Tales of Arise, the game I've been playing recently, because I'm a big Tales fan, but I hate that fucking game, is because it's been having to contend with, with storytelling in the fantasy universe, like this, and Slime, in Final Fantasy XIV, and like, oh god, like this, this is the best fantasy story I've read in quite some time, and it's still Isekai. That kind of pisses me off, but also at the same time, I'm still enjoying it, so whatever, I don't want it to stop. Yeah. It, it it's just it, it i don't know like i 
Like he's not was, on a he's not on a journey to be the main character. He's just on a journey, and it's a well written journey that you're there to experience. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. He is I not reborn. You have to ignore the isekai aspect of it, I guess. Yeah, like it's so like, weird though. Go ahead. It overcomes those tropes, and like knowing that this is kind of. I don't I don't know how much truth there is to this being touted as like the granddaddy of isekai or whatever but like it kind of makes sense why there's so much just horny in isekai if people are just trying to like you know ape the thing that was like hella popular cuz there is horny in this like but and it's not particularly good horny if I have to be honest if there's one thing yeah. I could cut it's it's like all of the leering shots all of the the just the things that are just kind of creepy and you know just Ugh. <laughs> like yeah, that's the way I have to put it. But like the, the, the thing is, the show does so much to make up for that that I can that like I can look past them. It's in your normal anime sometimes has like a character like um, Mineta, right from My yeah. Hero. The the things that this guy does is like Mineta if Mineta was actually a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's worse, but like I overlook it because of everything else that goes on is just. I hate saying that it's better, but it's it's not that it's better. It's just that it's it's like the writing is that good. The writing is that fucking good. Yeah, it's just like if it was any less good, I think I would have been out. I think I'd have been like, nah, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. See, but I, I think what it really is is not becoming the top of your genre, but being able to stand out within your genre. Like a good example would be like Konosuba. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Konosuba isn't trying to be a good isekai. Konosuba, in all honesty, is throwing the middle finger to the isekai genre and just being a good comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it how you... Should... different in that space. Yeah, I feel like that's how this is feeling for y'all, is that it's not it's not trying to be y'all's best isekai. It's trying to be the best... It's trying to stand out within the isekai genre because we we have all agreed and said many times that the isekai genre has been watered down greatly. Yeah. Well, that's and... the thing. This is, this is one of the first extremely popular isekais. Like, the light novel was, like, you know, it kind of, it was apparently, from what I have heard, is that it helped spur on the, the extreme popularity of the isekai genre. Like, it, mm-hmm. it blew yeah. up in a way that nothing else had, and people, and that, you know. that I think that's just a very good marketing saying, though, because, I mean, like, there's yeah, been a lot of be, but I mean, there, there might be some truth to it yeah no those light novels no, are like 16 deep here in the states there, it's not that there's no truth to it it's just more of the fact that like in recent years there's been so many spurs that like a lot of titles can you know put that claim you know what i mean like i got another good one would be re-zero you know mm-hmm. but it's like i don't know to me well just to throw some shade out there i think re-zero season two was boring as fuck not yeah, heard that. And like hearing that makes me like not want to go back to that show because I have Jobless Reincarnation. Oh, well, see, like you, you're gonna, you're gonna compare them. That's without a doubt. But because they're the, they're, they're, they're doing the same thing, right? They're, they're, you know. Now, 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 hear me out here. Just, just hear me out. Look at it how you look at shonen animes. Mm-hmm. Because just like how there are so many fucking shonens. You still have your ones that you can distinguish and not compare to the others. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I think that's, you know, ultimately what what you're going to end up doing, you know, it's just 
is how well is uh the jobless reincarnation stacking up in its own genre you know yeah or like how it's separating itself because you know it 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 ha- of course it's gonna have its its same tropes and qualities you know the edgy the the horny the comedy but ultimately you know the badassery and all that shit but like if it's able to do things differently in the right way, that's how you know you got to That's how you know you don't have a good isekai, you have a good show. This is yeah, honestly one of the best have a good story. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. one of the best fantasy universes I've been in in quite some time. Yeah, and like, you know another way to look at this too is uh look at when Rest- uh Restaurant to Another World came out. It came out amidst the fire of the growth of Food Wars. Mm-hmm. And fucking, I will be the first to tell you that you would want to watch Restaurant to Another World over Food Wars any day of the fucking week. Yeah. Oh, season and why, three is pretty fucking good. Or is it season four? I can't remember. No, season, it, it goes up to season four, and then it's straight dog shit after that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what y'all talking about. There's only season four, and that's it. There's nothing else after that. It just stops. That's, that's where it should have fucking ended. But we're not getting into that chestnut again. <laughs> not on these times. But yes, that's how you're gonna. That's that's another way to look at it. Is that you want this is y'all's restaurant to another world for isekai. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly can't wait to watch it because. To me, for me personally, Konosuba is that for me in Isekai. Mm-hmm. Only because it doesn't take itself so damn seriously, mm-hmm. but still gives you the good quality of a show that you want to watch. Yeah, for sure. Like the Crimson Demon movie? Mwah. That movie Mwah. is fucking perfect. I don't okay. know how that movie is so perfect. You know how it is because they don't take themselves seriously, and yeah. you know, and they take themselves seriously because they don't take their main character seriously. He's not meant to. He's not meant to. You know why? Because he's a middle finger to the rest of the genre, and they stand by it, and I love it. He's a middle finger to all of his friends, and it's fucking beautiful. He even admits it himself. I'm a panty stealing degenerate. You know, fucking that. That's. Ultimately, at the end of the day, yeah. let this show not be your best isekai, but be your favorite show. Yeah, no, it's it is one of my favorite shows. It's it's, I uh, again, yeah, I, 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 I love fantasy. Like, I, <laughs> I, I I'm this is the thing. I am a I don't like fantasy. Fantasy has to be done extremely well for me to like it, and. It's unfortunate all the garbage that's in this, and I'm like, but the fantasy's done really fucking well. Like, I, I want so much more of this. I want to stay in this world. I'm glad it. I'm so happy with how long that it is because I don't want to fucking leave. Like, yeah. I didn't. Like, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I can't really recite names and places in the world, but the fact is, like, I even if it doesn't do a great job of like selling me on names and places, I still want to be here. Because this journey is just introducing me to so much fucking high fantasy shit that we have not seen done properly in any media, really, in quite some time. I don't mean just in anime. I mean even in the West. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw a fantasy that was willing to go into, like, oh, hey, beast tribes, summonings, spirits, 
uh, different forms of combat, stuff of that nature. Like how magic me- works, and how most of the people in the world don't understand how magic works. Yeah, you know, you know what this kind of makes me think of, and this is slightly anime related, not not completely, but it makes me think of when they brought back the final season of Samurai Jack. I I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I couldn't comment per se. You disgust me. I I didn't know where to watch it. Oh, it's gorgeous. Carlito, do yourself a favor. Watch it. I mean, I watch I it. will if it ever comes available anywhere I can watch it. I don't know where to watch it. Don't worry. I'm picking it up, and we're going to watch it together. All right. I'll make wings. All right. Uh, what? I've never seen it either, just FYI. Well, you know what, Gallant? You're invited to. Just for wings, but I also do. Wings are great. Especially my wings. Especially Mingo wings. Yeah, I'll say it. Especially Mingo wings. And you know what? Just for you, Gallant, and just for you, Carlito, I'll do a spicy Asian garlic wing. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll I'll make a fresh pepper oil and everything. Oh god. Okay, no. Okay, back to podcast. Back to podcast. Um Yeah, jobless. So good. So so good. Gallant, you want to go ahead and take us on from there? Yeah, so the the other thing that I watched this week, which I actually watched before Jobless Reincarnation, was most of my Tuesday, aside from work. Um was I watched uh the first six episodes of uh Miyako Chan, uh the the show about the girl who can see ghosts and tries to ignore them to, you know, try and save herself that way. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's really funny. I watched the first episode and I got exactly what I figured I was supposed to get. Uh, mm-hmm. I had, I, I, I sort of have a weird history with this show because I remember when it got popular, like when it first like blew up, kind of in Japan and kind of like here in the West with like, um, you know, anime fans by just seeing retweets of like the manga panels of like, you know, her in the bathroom. And then suddenly there's like a ghost or something behind here. And it looks like she is drawn in a completely different style than this ghost. The, 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 the ghosts, the monsters are just terrifying. And um, the, like the comedy of it, I think comes from like the way she has to like, you know, kind of ignore them and just carry on. Um, so I remember seeing a lot of that, and after the first episode, I was like, you know, I was like, okay, that's cool. How are they going to do this for 12 episodes? Like, how did this get picked up to be an anime? I understand how a manga can, you know, run for a long time and not be the same joke over and over, but, like, find its place, right? Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, like, uh... I'm, I'm extremely minor spoilers, like for the end of episode two, but they're like episode two is largely the same thing as episode one uh, until the end. There, there is there is something that happens um, where you kind of find out, and like I said, minor spoilers, that she doesn't just see ghosts; she can see the dead. Yeah, and when that scene happens, and like the little after credits happens, I was like, this is the hook this is the like this is it's going to be a slice of life like it's not going to have some overarching plot about saving the world or whatever or whatnot but like the the like the slice of life that is going to keep you here is for there are going to be little like 
there are going to be little moments that are, are feel good or like uh, will kind of like pick at your brain to be like, oh, huh, that's kind of interesting, you know, in, in different ways to, to just think about that. And um, I, it honestly, like I'd never seen any of that because that's not the stuff to, what do you call it? That's not like the hook, right? That's not the meme thing. You know, that's not the, you can understand this in any language. I'm just going to post this panel, right? That I that I had seen it before, but um, it's really nice. And like six episodes in, there's uh, the the last episode was was fucking wild. Um, in a way I didn't expect. Um, so yeah, it, it's just it, it's super cool. It's super nice. Um, it is a little bit like it plays into a lot of the horror tropes of, and I guess anime tropes of. Uh, this girl is going to be bent over and in her pajamas or in her underwear or this is a girl's locker room and something scary is going to happen it's it's very much doing that so if you don't like if that stuff's not for you whatever it's nowhere is as near as bad as like a lot of other things um but the characters are are funny and endearing there's you know there's some really nice moments throughout it as well and it's just i'm the couple times that it has taken a tonal shift from being like a horror comedy have smacked me upside the head out of nowhere uh generally right after being terrifying uh there it's 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 horror in the way that a lot of japanese horror is and it's not jump scary but it's like this is creepy i fucking hate this why are we sitting at this i don't want to look at this kind of thing or like this this situation in itself is horrifying even if a ghost isn't involved you know and it, it it does a lot of that, and then like those those like I said those those other moments have just come out of nowhere, and they've uh, they've been a little slugger to the back of my head uh, when they've come out of nowhere, <laughs> um, and it's just been so enjoyable. It, I was not expecting to love the show as much as I do right now, from like oh, I, what I knew going in and from that first episode. I I had a feeling I I thought this would be you. I I kind of did too, but like you know, I'm I'm one of those people that like I missed out on my chance to be really big into horror, so like yeah. I do kind of try and get into it at times. But man, it's like when it's doing so much, it's it just feel it it, it just feels good. There's there's some real good feel good moments. There's you know plenty to laugh at. There's some cute girls doing cute things. I mean, it's you know it, it's that all over, and I couldn't recommend it enough. If any of that is your jam. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. All right, then, folks. And with that, we're going to go ahead and step away from what we've been watching. And we're going to jump in a little bit to some news real quick. <clears throat> uh, both these articles we're going to cover, they're kind of related, and they're going to be coming from Anime News Network. Uh, the first up is U.S. Justice Department fly, uh, files lawsuit against Penguin Random House's acquisition of Simon and uh, Chaucer? Chaucer? Uh, S-C-H-U-S-T-E-R. Schuster. Schuster, thank you, thank you. And this is from Kristen Hodges, once again, at, at ANN. Our quote is as follows. The Wall Street Journal reported on Tuesday that the U.S. Justice Department filed a lawsuit on the same day that seek to block Penguin Random House's upcoming purchase of publishing business Simon & Schuster due to antitrust concerns. The Justice Department said that if the deal went through, Penguin House Random would hold unprecedented control outsize, and outside 
Oh, I'm sorry. An outsized influence over which books are published in the U.S. and how much authors are paid. The publishers argue that the deal would improve efficiency and make titles more available to both retailers and consumers. Yeah, I heard that shit before. Uh, the American Booksellers Association, ABA, asked the Department of Justice in December 2020 to challenge the purchase due to antitrust implications, expressing concerns the purchase would lead to large consolidation of power in the U.S. book publishing industry, which could make more difficult make it more difficult for authors and editors to attract the support they need to write books. Viacom CBS announced in November 2020 that it had agreed to sell publishing business Simon uh, Schuster to Penguin Random House LLC, a wholly owned subsidiary to of uh, Bertelsmann SE and Co. KGAA uh, for $2.175 billion U.S., the cash transaction, fucking Christ. Uh, the cash transaction was expected to close in 2021. After the purchase, Simon and Schuster would continue as a separate publishing unit under the Penguin Random House umbrella. Simon and Schuster president and CEO Jonathan Karp and COO and CFO Dennis Eula would continue to head the company. Simon and Schuster distributes Viz Media manga and novel publications in North America. Penguin Random House publisher services clients includes Seven Seas Entertainment. Kudansha USA Publishing, which handles the Kudansha comics and variant uh, vertical imprints, Square Enix Holdings Co. Ltd. for its Square Enix manga and book publishing label, and Dark Horse Comics. So yeah, again, folks. Um, quick drawback on there. Reason I'm not too worried about streaming rights on there. Again, not actually handling IP uh, ownership. Stuff like this, where it actually controls what we get over here and how people get money to promote and move their actual IP, that's fucking scary. Like, let me let me go ahead and read to you again. A Viz Media, one, that's too much. Uh, two, then you have Kudansha Comics. I dare you, if you're a manga collector... Look at your case. How many times do you see Kudansha? I promise you, it's probably a fair amount. Vertical imprints. And then Square Enix's stuff. And Dark Horse. Yeah, like, that's too many. Literally like, too many. Like, just Kudansha and Viz, that's that's yeah. so much fucking power. Just Viz is too many. Yeah. And... I don't know. We'll. I'll keep an eye on that one. See what happens on there. See what happens. It's just a challenge. It's not an actual ruling just yet. We don't know how that will look. And they're just putting in the challenge. So we'll see uh, what that really becomes. But I wanted to put that out there so everyone is aware that that is something that could be happening. Uh, again, support the things you love and when you can. Be active. Kind of you know follow some twitters you don't gotta spend the money follow some twitters follow things around like oh you don't got room personally i don't got room for more books i'm someone that spent my entire early 20s and whatnot buying physical media and i got no more room so i gotta do everything digitally just look for those sales you'd be surprised what you get but follow the things you love and support where you can and be be aware of where they're going and kind of just voicing your opinions more so on there you don't have to just buy from wherever it is or you know just more education good good things to know Good things to know. Where where is it all coming from? Also very important. 
spreading the word of the things you love. So even if you can't spend something, you can still follow an artist and spread their work. And that's always helpful yep. as well. Just just get that out there. Kind of related to that in the sense it's both manga related, but into a different process. Uh, this is coming from Alex Mateo at ANN. Pirate manga site goes offline as there's after uh, Siswa. Am I saying that correct, Alan? Shueisha. Shueisha, thank you. I knew I was going to get it wrong. After Shueisha contact school ISP to identify operators. Gigazine and Torrent Freak reported on Thursday that Japanese manga publisher uh, Sueisha has filed a legal application with Google and internet service provider Hurricanetronic to disclose evidence to identify and prosecute another party for copyright infringement. Sueisha is claiming that a number of sites that feature one or more of the following words uh, buzz slash SSL.ASIAX.cloud um, and SSL.APSX.cloud are connected to the Japanese language pirating website Manga Bank. The Manga Bank website is currently offline with a metric saying it is closed due to server maintenance costs. No one believes that. Before the filing the request before filing the request, Shoisa asked the network infrastructure company Cloudflare to disclose information using Digital Millennium Copyright Act subpoena. Through Cloudflare, through Cloudflare, the publisher discovered that domains allegedly used by Manga Bank were hosted by Hurricane Electronic. In addition, the Manga Bank allegedly used service providers by Google, including a Gmail address and AdSense account. The related internet protocol IP addresses also led to China. Uh, Shueisha and San Francisco law firm filed an application on October. Oh, I'm sorry, filed an application on October 27 the California District Courts to permit discovery of information. Teresa aims to find information of the alleged pirates and sue them. According to Market Data Analyzers, similar web, more than 81 million people across Manga Bank monthly make it the 44th most popular website in Japan. Jesus, 44th? Yeah. That's fucked up. Japan's a big country. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, again, folks, the important things you love, get your voices out there. Like, we very much are, of course, anti-piracy in terms of support creators directly and legitimately. Absolutely. But here, this, this isn't really necessarily about that. A lot of books aren't coming to the States. A lot of books kind of are dependent on those fan translations and that is that is a case it's a matter of access not a willingness to approach legitimately but you can expect more things like this i expect this to go through completely i expect that whoever's in charge of that to get fucking annihilated um and they they probably will plain and simple like piracy sites for manga especially they're just gonna keep getting hit harder and harder that's the honest truth. This even way back in the day before streaming became a bigger thing, this whole global market really became a thing. Like this is not going to stop. It's going to if anything it's going to speed up. We're going to see this happen more and more often. Your favorite uh pirate site or things like manga specifically are going to go away. There's going to be a paper trail, literally. You're going to find them. So, this is again why I would re-encourage you Find the stuff you love, follow it, even if you can't pay, per se, you know, for maybe a book or 
you know, an article, a release that you want on there. As Gallon has said in the past, you know, there could be like little slips in there. They could be asking for feedback. They could be asking, you know, what's something that is big you'd like to see come to the States legitimately or in any other fashion of that. Get more involved in that. Like really, really get involved. Put your voice out there. Don't, don't feel this stuff is just so heavy handed that you can't get a handle on it and want to walk away. Like put your voice out there. Your voice matters. Uh, I, like I said, I understand. I, there were plenty of books that I like that just are not released in the States. I wish they were. And because of that, I can't follow them. I'd also like to see services like hell. I have the Shonen Jump app and in truth. Well, yeah, it may be the best manga reading app I have that I'm paying for directly at this point in time. I still want a better library or better access, even if it costs me more. It's $2 on that. If they if they were saying, hey, your, our other books that they have, which they do have, will become available, but you had to pay more to have them, I'd do it. Like, just give me the feedback. Give me the form to say that. Like, just, again, keep talking. Keep talking about things you love. Uh, any closing thoughts from either one of you? I mean, this it's it's interesting, right? Because if this was the if this was maybe the most popular like manga reading site outside of Japan, this wouldn't have caught uh wouldn't have caught as many hands or wouldn't have ca- caught hands as hard, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, it it's interesting, you know. But when it comes to yeah, being a, being a, a you know a, a reading site for you know like just Japanese manga. They're gonna sniff that out. If there's a, if you have to pay for something, there's always gonna be someone to try to get it for free. Yeah, that's an in, that's inevitable in everything that is life, you know. I, it's it's horrible to see, but at the end of the day, I mean, at least they can snuff it out, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. There's really not much you can really, you know, just as you say, the best you can do is just, hey, support, support your creators. Even if it's just saying, hey, you want to see this creator's work become available. Even if you can't purchase it, if you lend your voice enough that if it becomes purchasable, you don't know who out there who can purchase it will do so and support them that way. Uh, Like, because again... The pirate sites. I know everyone, the nihilists want to say, oh, oh, for every one goes down, two more pop up. Uh, okay. I'll be dead honest. That's not been my experience when it comes to things. But at, at this point in time. But okay, sure. Like, I, I don't know. I am very much on the side of, like, I don't like relying on piracy. I want things, I just want things to be well known and available. Period. I don't particularly have any sympathy if these pirates do get caught because, I mean, it's, it's piracy. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, oh, leave them alone. They didn't hurt nobody. I mean, they, they did. But I would rather not believe, I, instead of harping on that, I'd rather keep pushing. Like, yeah, this stuff is happening. It's going to keep happening. You're not guaranteed to see that thing you love be safe and secure because of these sites. If you really want to do that, Please get more involved. Reach out to publishers that ask opinion pieces. Follow people on Twitter, as TikToks, whatever it is. Just keep saying that you would like to see the X thing that you love become more widely available. 
And that's just kind of where I land on it at this point. And then with that, then, if we are all done with our thoughts on there, we will move into catalog updates. Gallants, uh, choose a deity to go with you and be on your way. Wow. We won't get sued if we say pick a god in prayer, right? Why would you say it out loud? I went through so much effort. <laughs> We're not a video game. It's fine. Okay, so catalog updates. Starting with Funimation. Uh, Funimation adds uh, the Heike Story dub, uh, as well as 2.43 uh, Saiyan High School uh, Saiyan High School volleyball team uh, dub. Yep. Uh, Sword Art Online Origin Scale is getting added. Restaurant to Another World uh, Season 2 dub is added. Uh, Yashihime Princess Half Demon, the second arc dub is being added. My Senpai is Annoying dub. Uh, the Daily Life of the Immortal King Season 1. Season 2? I guess both seasons, yeah. Um, Crunchyroll as uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. I want to watch that before the year is over because I need to watch that. Um, Sort of online origin scale, uh, or original scale, ordinal scale, ordinal scale. Okay, that's been a G in my head for so long. Uh, they're also getting the princess, uh, princess half demon Yashihime, uh, second act dub, as well as Gloomy the Naughty Grizzly. Uh, that dub's being added as well. Then big heavy hitter. Here we go. Netflix with all of their shit they added. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, which we have heard before it was going to be monthly, being added December 1st. 12 episodes of that are being added at once. So, that means I guess Stone Ocean's going to be fucking done in three months or something? Or maybe they'll take a month off? I, I don't know. 12, 12 episode drop is insane. I believe that the someone also leaked like just footage of it, like it's done done. And they're just, just waiting for their, their date or whatever, which makes sense to me. Anyway, too much talk on JoJo's. Um, uh, Kakiguri Twins is being added August of next year. Uh, Agritsuko, Season 4, being added December 14th. Merry Christmas to me. Tiger and Bunny, Season 2, April next year, 2022. Happy April Fools to me, but it's not a joke? I don't know. Seven Deadly Sins is getting uh, their Grudge of of Edinburgh Part One film, two part film. Oh no, it's a part two, two part film being added uh, being added next year sometime. Um, Rilakkuma uh, is Rilakkuma's theme park adventure being added next year. Um, the Orbital Children being added January twenty eighth. Kotaro Lives Alone, Spring 2022, Vampire in the Garden, 2022, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, 2045, Season 2, next year as well. Uh, let's see. Exception, which is a horror anime uh, by these brackets here, being added next year as well. Oh my god, how the fuck do you say this? Femer Romer Nover being added next year. Uh, Tiger and Bunny on here for a second time, and it's going to be 13 episodes dropping at once. Tight. Uh, and then they've also announced that there's going to be a Yu Yu Hakusho live action film 
sometime in December 2023. Don't know how I actually feel about that, other than I'm just going to go watch Yu Yu show again. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Carlos is back yet, so uh, Mingo, any of those uh, strike your fancy? No, Mingo's not here either. I'm by myself. Let's go. Um, I'm here. Yu uh, Yu Hakusho kind of strikes my fancy, but um, and the JoJo kind of strikes my fancy. But other than that, it's kind of, huh. Yeah, I mean, I like Agretzko and Tiger and Bunny is, oh. you know, Agretzko and Tiger Bunny. I'm super hyped for because those are okay. really good. Yeah, those those are mostly what I'm hyped for. I think um, what is the one? Uh, Rose Garden or something? Uh, Vampire in the Garden. Apparently, that's tangentially a uh, a Yuri series. So I might have to check that out. Just because that's my shit up and down the street. But yeah, I've, I've not really heard much about uh, some of these others. I mean, I know Carlos said Standalone Complex 2045 ended on a cliffhanger, so at least that's finally getting the rest of it. Yeah, but that ghost in the shell looks gross. Yeah, more like gross in the shell. Ew. Yeah, oh. I, I recently borrowed um, uh, Standalone Complex and season and uh, the season two second gig uh, from Ew. Carlos again to just. I've had an itch because I uh, I don't think you were here for it, Mingo. I watched the movie recently, like the the 1995 movie. And all it was good. It just from like between like reading the the manga and then like um, watching standalone complex, like it, it it leaves something to be desired. It's like it's way too self serious or whatever. So I've been going back and watching that. But we talked on it last week, so we don't need, need Ghost in the Shell talk every week. Anyway, Carlos, I finished the list. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you put no, Tiger so... and Bunny on there twice. Did I? It's okay. The second good? time you you qualified that, uh, yeah, a it's that good, okay. and b you qualified that it's going to have thirteen episodes. I, I I was literally going to say, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to feel bad about it, but yep, yeah, <laughs> it should be on there twice. Um, I can't believe it. It's happening. Finally, you know, History. and that show had good CGI in it. It did, and it was from a while ago. That's yeah. almost a decade ago at this point, wasn't it? I'm about to look it up, and I'm going to feel real fucking old. Don't worry, Gallon. We'll start counting your gray hairs together. Don't worry. My brush is already pulling them out when we do my hair. Oh, here. Ooh, yeah. Oh, uh, let me find out myself. Hold on. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was Oof. a decade. It was a decade. 2011. Oh. I remember, I remember a time where it was only on Hulu. I have the motherfucking goddamn son of a bitch DVDs, or no? I have the Blu-rays for that series. Don't I? Yeah, one and two no. right here. I can't wait to own the second season. Remember, remember a... now we're dating it with DVDs now. No, I just want Blu-rays. I don't need the DVDs. DVDs are now the VHSs. No, Blu-rays are look better. Nah, Blu-rays are now becoming the DVDs and will soon become the VHSs because of streaming. Because of 4K. Anime's not made in 4K, so it's fine. It should be! Um... Those motherfuckers work hard enough, I don't know. 
1080p is fine. Yeah. Upscaling okay. DLSS is a whole thing. Don't worry about it, Carlos. It can always be upscaled by AI and look great. I'm gonna say um, few things to note on there. For those wondering, because I don't know if it's or not. Sorry about that, folks. Again, I had to step away for a second there. Um, but so for just was our adventure to know what we said in the pre-show. It was originally noticed notated as monthly. That has since now been fully removed from the description where they were finding it. So no longer monthly. But yeah, twelve was the start of it to go. Gallant, you said you mentioned something that you had seen they would be doing like in chunks every month or something. I believe when we originally talked about uh, the the article, when JoJo's mm. Bizarre Adventure was, uh, when they they said it was going to be on Netflix, mm. uh, I believe the term because I remember flipping out about it on this podcast monthly came up. Yes, and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me! You can't give me an episode of JoJo's a month. Those are like thirty some odd episode, thirty to forty episode series. I can't go three years." to see all of this to see all of part six and knowing that they're dropping 12 episodes at a time feels pretty good now they're probably going to do the netflix thing and it's probably going to be three months in between i'd already thought about this but if they do just drop 12 episodes 12 episodes 12 episodes in february we just have all of stone ocean i'm not complaining but considering it's 12 episodes that means that's three months worth of anime it's probably just going to be Boom, boom, boom. And we'll have it all by what? December, January, February. So we'll have one in March and then April, May, June, July, June or July at that point. And that's when we'll all have all of Stone Ocean, which I'm not mad about that. If if their way of doing this is it's going to be, you know, simultaneous release around the world and we're getting more than one episode a week, like this may be the way that I'm all right with Netflix doing anime. Yeah. This isn't bad. This is a much better thing than Japan gets it weekly. We get it all seven In, months after it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is an okay medium. I would. I still think they should just go all the way and just release it weekly. People will people will watch it. That's the I think thing. JoJo's I think so if anything, I think that if anything, this is the medium or the the release schedule they would want for anime and that's why they're testing it with jojo's as opposed to the other anime they have currently because they do have at least two animes going weekly on uh netflix right now along with i haven't watched yet but i may do it over the week uh the league of legends animated cg series that's coming out called uh, arcane which is hour-long episodes they're doing them weekly but they're doing them in three uh three episode batches for a nine episode season so it's three huh. hours of content one week Three hours of content the second week, three hours of content the following week, so things like that. And then with Stone Ocean, if this is a situation, as long as they're not, in my opinion, they're not exceeding the, oh, 12 episodes, and that's 12 weeks, if not exceeding that, per se, and getting them released on there still, then that works fine with me, because you're still getting that time frame, but they're still having their schedule. Like, I'm... Yeah, I think two months is maybe the sweet spot, because at three months, you (laughs) get people who have fallen off and don't remember... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think I, two months would be the sweet spot. One month would be out of this fucking world, but we'll see. I think for that, in terms of the reason for not for one month, it isn't even about uh, marketing at that point. I think it's more about production per se. Uh, I mean, it might, yeah, that, that's true. But I mean, you know, 
Stone Ocean got announced what last year, I think. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. no, it was was it earlier this year? It might have been like it April was earlier this year. This year. Well, yeah, and yeah, it was it was announced earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, and that and it, we would have been going on three years without any JoJo news. So like, there's no telling how much of it they had done. Yeah, up to that point. And, you know, it's becoming such a weird thing, like you said, with uh, like we've covered before with like how China wants all the episodes done so they can vet them. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's becoming a, a, a like a um, not a pre-production, but a but a, a pre like a, a fully produced pre-launch kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so seeing stuff like this come out of, you know, like a Netflix release is extremely interesting and i'm you know part of me hopes that it would it cuts down on crunch in the industry but it's probably not the case you we will have some small notes about that and required reading later on the show won't actually go into it but there is some um points of reference for what you were just saying just now in terms of that uh yeah. but yeah and anyway i i think we've we've maybe hung on to this a little long but yeah, yeah i'm interested like i'm i'm not upset when i would you know going from absolutely furious to how they were going to how it seemed they were gonna, you know, release JoJo's to this. I'm, I've cooled and I'm all right with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As long as it's getting more animated work in people's hands, let's go. Okay. And uh, let me see here. I'm not sure if you stated it while you were doing the catalog updates, but uh, Kakigiri Twin that is a spinoff mm -hmm. of Kakigiri itself. Yeah, uh, I figured. Let's see here. I actually Seven... saw the manga for it in a Barnes and Noble this week, and I was like, huh, there's a spinoff of this series. Weird. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Seven Deadly Sins, Grudge of Edinburgh. That is a another sequel film project. It's going to be two of them though, so that's happening on there as a note. And oh, and last thing on note because I wanted to point this out: the Terme Rome Nove. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. You might have said it better. Uh, uh, I said Tormer no Romer Nover. Tormer Romer Nover. Okay, that sounds better in my opinion. I mean, maybe. I, I'm just rhyming off, you know. Well, I was going to say, so in the press release, they stated this is the same anime that Crunchyroll already has both in sub and dub on their website. So I don't know if that was time oh. exclusivity. It looks different on the poster, in my opinion, from what Crunchyrolls has, but... So if anyone else is confused by that, I am too. But we'll see what that turns into when it's released later in the year. Uh, let's see. Also, as another quick note, live-action Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, yes, I want to see that, but um, they're announcing this for December 2023. They don't have a director yet. They're a year oh. out, and they don't got a director yet, so take that how you will, people. Just building expectations. Okay, but with that, okay, now we can step off of uh, catalog Wait. updates. What's up? Before we step off, I just want to add one thing to the Yu Hu Hakusho thing. What's up? When it comes to live action, don't have expectations. Keep minor hope, and that's about it. We'll get more into that in a little bit. We've got more stories about that later on, including the first one up in new announcements. Uh, according to Deadline, Julius Avery is set to direct a live-action Gantz adaptation. Uh, we have friends that are big into 
Gantz, I have never been. I've never gone back to the source material itself. I don't know if anyone else has any experience with it at all. This is the person who made, I think, the most well-known movie is Overlord, the horror military film set in World War II back in 2018. So if anyone saw that, you're getting Gantz from that person. Uh, I don't know what that means for anybody. The screenwriter is Mark Guttenheim, who was behind Arrow, The Good Years. Wait, was it him? Was it him or, or, or were he the bad years? No, never mind. No, I believe he was the bad years. I believe he was the very bad years. Uh, Gantz fans, I don't have to tell you. I, I hope, I, I wish you well. Um, anyway, uh, then moving on to the next piece. Uh, Kanemufri's on-air Dekinai manga is going to be getting an anime, and that will be premiering in January 2021. Uh, let me go ahead and get the description. Shorter one here. The story takes place in 2014 and follows uh, Uvineko, a new hire at Tokyo Hajiko Television Company. The manga follows the hard struggles behind the scenes of making television content. And yes, as you might have caught on from the name, this is a cat person. I don't know why there are humans and cat people, but they are. Along with an elephant, I see the background. So it's anime, deal with it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's anime. So, uh, also announced, the Way of the House Husband is getting a live action film. So this will be a film on top of the live action series, on top of the motion comic, uh, on top of the actual manga itself. Okay. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm all about it. Let's see what happens. In happier notes, for me at least, uh, the Dirty Pair Kickstarter has ended not only successfully, but with meeting every single stretch goal they had for the Kickstarter. Like, all of them. Uh, let me see here. That was including all the way up to having five point... Uh, I, Hold on, let me make sure I'm saying it correctly. Uh, 5.1 audio for basically every project they have on there, uh, both in English and in Japanese, having episode commentary, uh, art books, extra episodes, just like the... Oh, it's 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 a lot. That's They needed 620k to go ahead and fund all that, and they got it with money to spare. So, fuck yeah, I'm about this. I wish I'd been working before this happened. That way I could go ahead and give them more money, but hey, let's go. See here. Uh, it has now been confirmed that Seirei Gonsoki Spirit Chronicles is getting a second season know if anyone caught the first season of this at all. I think it's still actually actively running on Crunchyroll, but uh, let's see here. Do you want to? That's the real question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know the basis of it. I, I don't know the, the basis of it, so I don't, I, if you're leading somewhere with that. Maybe more on the fact that it didn't really have an impact. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I was going to say, I don't know if you know plot that I don't know, but okay, cool. Uh, also announced... The Inspector anime is officially getting a season two premiere sometime in 2022. 
along with uh, Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You. We'll be getting an additional episode, episode 13, along with a season 2. Uh, no time frames as of just yet, but it has been announced they are working on it. So I'd assume 2022 for those projects, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Loop on the Third, Part 6, is going to have a half-year continuous run. So two parts, uh, one year. I mean, whatever. I like Lupin. Uh, Love of Kill has a January 2022 premiere. Love of Kill. Let me get the description of this one. Uh, she is a professional hitman, and he is also a professional hitman. And she is his target, caught in the deadly game of cat and mouse. Will she fall first, or will he? This looks, from the trailer they have for it, solidly animated. And like it might, despite the description I just gave, it might be a comedy that still takes assassination and animation seriously. I mean, I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm kind of about this. It looks like it could be cool. And, and honestly, yeah, I, sure. I'd, I'd recommend checking out the trailer, see what you think, what you can glean for it. Maybe I'm being naive. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I, I, I was gonna write it off because of the name description. Then I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, this looks like it might actually be goddamn funny. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Mingo, prepare the hype, get to your battle stations, officially announced, Bongo Stray Dogs gets a new season. Let's go. Uh, Crunchyroll announced they're going to be streaming this season. We'll see about that. Um... Funimation's already starting to like is already showing Bungo on its it, no? Yeah, uh, Funimation's the one that has the actual dub on it. Um, I'm not sure they have the sub. I'm pretty sure they do too. But yeah, that's out there. Uh, Bongo was like the last thing I saw from Bones that I actually really, really enjoyed from them. So I'm excited about this. Bongo is so cool. Uh, let me see if I can go ahead and pull up again what all Bongo entails. Bongo Stray Dogs involves Mafia, action comedy it's it's one of those mixture shows that i just i can't say enough good things about it's one of those that like you can't even label it as mafia it's more it's crime syndicate adventure yeah and detective crime syndicate turf wars uh it, it honestly has like a solid um like gangs of new york vibe kind of yeah uh, but yet, so the best thing to, to remember is all their powers are based off books. Novels of both English, Japanese, um, all over the place. My personal favorite is the Moby Dick. And just, uh, I don't. It's on Funimation in both sub and dub. It is three seasons, one movie. I don't know if the movie is canon. I think it may not be, but it was still fucking cool. I can't say it enough. Go watch this show. Amazing but, show, amazing ride, amazing characters, honestly, on both sides. Yeah, um, that's a rarity. If Yes, and if I'm being honest, like, season two was like one of the high points for me 
because I really loved the villains there. I can get you to that, yeah. Like, honestly, uh, spoiler alert, I I couldn't get enough of the Great Gatsby. No, I get you. I get you. And yeah, I think I think that that kind of like keeps it from being too spoiler, but yeah. I still say it just to be safe. Yeah. But um really great. Just and honestly, one of my personal favorites too is the animation style. The fight scenes are very well choreographed in it as well. I'm gonna say I don't know what team from Bones if anyone's wondering where the team from Bones that we grew up and fell in love with as they were first coming up went, uh apparently they went to Bungo Stray Dogs and they just been there hiding. They've been there resting. I'm ready for them to come back again. I mean, they've probably been doing like side stuff for the other projects, and this is just going to be something in their forefront now. I'm very hyped. I I feel like, and another great thing about Bungle Stray Dogs is that they've stayed well on their consistency. Yeah. Uh, no season feels better than the other in terms of quality or story. And the pacing is very well done. I honestly cannot praise this show enough. Really great. Really hyped. I just, my goodness, I just might have to rewatch all three seasons again. I'm going to say I, I might do it. I might do it. It honestly y'all, is that y'all good. Y'all need to let me know when that happens because I might need to actually finally crack the series. Ooh, or do we have a, another watch sitting at hand? Oh, God, we might. We might. Oh, fuck. Ooh, I love this goddamn series. Probably sometime after Christmas, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. afterwards. Okay. We'll but see I when mean... it releases. But yeah. to be fair, three seasons in a movie, the seasons are like twelve and thirteen episodes, so it's not the full, you know, mm-hmm. full on seasons. But and if you're a novel, if you're like a person who enjoys novels and such reading, it will hook you on it. Yeah, if you're a novel nerd, you're going to get the... Because I didn't even know that until Mingo said that. But now that he has said that to me, he's like, oh, okay, that makes way more sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they really do go into detail. And they reference both uh, the fact that it's not just... Um, how you say... Uh, how could I put this? Like, not not English notable literature but uh japanese literature as well yeah it's it's literature from different places not just what you think of as english novels yeah cool yeah because i know like like i know moby Dick didn't like didn't stem from like the english thing like it's more novels than you would like anticipate like they just don't stick with the generics of what you think you might know. Okay, but like, so I didn't know this. This series had powers until you said that. Yeah. Uh, but this cool isn't the fucking seri- powers. This, is, this isn't a series where someone you know shouts Moby Dick and something happens. Okay, so look, I can give you, I can tell you this because it's like, it's not a huge spoiler. Mm-hmm. It's just the power. Um, so the so they get their powers from like. Um, based off the novels, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the guy who has Moby Dick, he can summon pretty much a giant whale in the sky. Huh. And it is a, uh, if you remember this from Yu-Gi-Oh, do you remember Fortress Whale? Yeah, sure. 
kind of like that. Mm, okay. But it, the fortress <clears throat> well can fly, and apparent, uh, and it can get fucking. It gets huge. It gets huge as fuck. It's it's a transport vehicle, pretty much. Mm. But they're but they're still, not. They're, he's not. This isn't a. This is a show where that stuff is kind of. It's. I don't want to say it's like tongue in cheek or whatever, but they are not shouting Moby Dick and then it appears. No, right? no, it, no, it is not. It is no. not a name special move, sir. It is not that. No. No. Okay. There are again. Actually, I did. Funny enough, Funny enough, I don't think special moves are even prominent in the series, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have powers. They have abilities um, that they use. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but like he doesn't have to yell Moby Dick every time no. he summons his whale. Someone doesn't have no. to, to yell. No. Uh, so another another one would every be every time he he chops someone's foot off. Like... Nah. Uh. So another one would be Huckleberry Finn. Mm-hmm. Um. Essentially, super strength. Oh, sure. Uh huh. That makes sense. So it's one of those it, things where they're they're like paying homages to to novels. They, well, they're paying homage, but at the same time, they're going into deep. Like, it's amazing on how much detail they or time they took to correspond each ability to the novel. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like deep cuts. Yeah, and they even re- they talk about it and reference each one in the series. Neat. That's very cool. I highly recommend it, Gallant. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. We can Ooh, make this all three. A, a great way to like kind of, kind of give it some kind of correspondence is uh, the Monogatari series. Oh, uh huh. Um, on how the uh, like on on almost each one had like an old for, uh, folklore, like the Subasa cat and the mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, it's kind of like that. Interesting. Okay, but but not like double sold me. Yeah, I I knew that would get you. So real quick, I want to make sure I didn't go crazy and no one saves my head. I did already mention Lupin the Third Part Six and Love of Kill, right? That happened. One hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, they just don't hit as high as as Bungle Stray Dogs. No, no, it's meant because they they are on both of those are underneath. Bungo Stray Dogs on my list, but I said them first and then came back up to. Bun- I thought my eyes. I thought it was in the Matrix. I thought I glitched. Um, Weird. Okay. Never mind. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, next up, announcements. What's up? No, I was going to say continue on, Carlos. Okay. Next up, uh, Sentai Filmworks acquires. Oh, I might say this incorrectly. In fact, I'm probably going to. Parluya 2 Boy Anime. H a r e l u y a. Roman numeral two. Hallelujah, yeah, that sounds. Har- sounds okay, Hallelujah, boy. Oh, Hallelujah. Ah, ah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Two boy anime. The Sentai Filmworks got it, and yo, if you can figure out how to find out that online and enjoy, it, I don't, I don't know. Um. Uh-huh. Oh, fucking Christ. Um, Hallelujah, Hibino has one ambition in life, to conquer the entire world. Despite his tough exterior, he is not a bad person, and when push comes to shove, he'll do his best to help those in need. Together with response of aspiring painter Kiyoshiro, uh, Kiyoshiro uh, he will take on whatever curveballs life may throw his way. 
Okay. That's a. That's a that's a bit broad. I guess. Yeah, it's, really. I guess it's. A, I guess it's a delinquent anime. Whatever. Uh, the original 24, 25 episode premiered in nineteen ninety seven. <clears throat> uh, they will be licensed. I just not make any mention of there being a dub for it, so we'll see what how that goes. But yeah, it's going to be Sentai Filmworks, so we'll see. They tend to go ahead and do all the bells and whistles. Yeah. Next up, going back to announcements from Netflix. Netflix has announced that they will stream. Uh, they will be helping to produce and streaming Detective Conan spinoff animes. Uh, I believe they're films. One will be from the spinoffs Zero's Tea Time and The Culprit Hanazawa Worldwide. No, no, this should be a comma there. No, it's it's Zero's Tea Time and The Culprit Hanazawa. Uh, yeah, Hanazawa. But they're going to be releasing them worldwide. Okay, cool. That tripped me up a little bit. So if you're a Detective Conan fan and that's your thing, it's going to be out there. Hope you enjoy it. I don't know. That's, that, that intimidates me more than One Piece does. I'm going to be honest. As well as it should. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, a bingo. I, I, I liked it. I liked the Conan. I liked the Conan. But, damn. That, uh... Oof. That's a lot. Uh, next up. And I'm not sure if y'all have seen this yet. I can throw up in the group chat if need be. Uh, Netflix has teased their concept art for their live-action Gundam film. Ain't it a uh, big reference on the what was it the uh, Kong one of the Kong posters? Yeah, I mean it is mm-hmm. from that director. He he is the one in charge of it. Yeah, that's uh, I'm pretty hyped on that actually, and I haven't been hyped since uh, Blood Orphans. Yeah, so that's <laughs> the one I have having in the chat now. But yeah, basically, it kind of is straight out of uh, Kong Skull Island, which makes me happy because it is the same director. So if we get that kind of flow for it, um, about it, it looks like I've been told I've never been big on Unicorn, but I'm t- been told it looks like Unicorn because Unicorn resembles original Gundam, but not, but is not some plain difference. Such as the eyes are a different color; they're green instead of the yellow. Uh, has two beam sabers. It does seem it's going to be following Universal Century. Not sure how I feel about that personally, but. It's just exactly concept art. That's how I feel about that shit. Just do something weird. Do a new Gundam. It doesn't have to be the Gundam. Gundam is a Gundam is about like having different stories that are all about giant robots and how war fucking sucks. Like you could just do a, an original Gundam. It doesn't have to be UC. Like, ugh. No, give me Samuel Gundam. Give you what? Give, give, Go ahead, Mingo. Give me Samuel L. Jackson Gundam. Yeah. I don't know. Like, just just have an idea to get weird with it. Not just, like, we can't just keep... Go- we can't go back to just doing UC a million times. There's the movie, too. It's like, come on. I mean, for that, they might as well just do... Um... God damn it, what is it called? Uh... War in the Pocket? Can I... Damn it, it's another, like, overly fucking hyped. Um, Evangelion, just make Evangelion again, then. Just. <laughs> if you're gonna be stale bread, you might as well just be stale bread. I don't know. I'm sure that, and I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, more Gundam isn't bad, but, like, 
See, but more Gundam isn't bad, but more of the same Gundam though. It's kind of stale. We don't know. Like, like I said, I'm I'm trying not to over expunge on this or over commit to this because again, like they said, this is a concept piece. They have not specifically stated any of the settings or materials where the setting will be, what universe we're going <clears> to <throat> be in, what story we're telling. This is just a concept piece. Yeah, uh, I, I guess, but it's just like it's just. No, I get you. I, I, I would like to see. Like, God we're just gonna see RX seventy eight dash two with with more Greebles and like slightly more America looking. If that can even happen, like I don't know. That's I'm, I'm being I'm being a complete cynic, but no, I get you. We like have, the, my, we my had hope a new from... like Gundam Gundam that was like not UC in a minute. Yeah, I'm like I like when Gundam gets weird and gets out of UC and does shit like Iron Blood, does shit like Double O, does shit like, you know, Wing. Mm-hmm. G Gundam. Not all the stories. Yeah, I mean G Gundam is is slightly even more outside those, but like, you know, some of those self-contained just like yes, it is still a Gundam story, but with different you know robots or whatever is. Yeah, I don't know. Not everything has to be Zeon and the Federation. It just feels like. There, there's just the need to like start there, start there, start there, and it's like, oh please, you could do your own original Gundam, and it wouldn't have anything to live up up to other than you getting the themes right. I think that Which, fan- to tell you the truth, not not even a lot of the the newer Gundams do that, do that super well. They do to a point, but. I mean, as someone who watched Gundam Hathaway, which might be one of the best-looking Gundam movies I've ever seen in the world, I mean, yeah, at that point, I, I had to look up what was happening after the fact because UC lore is just too thick at this point to jump mm-hmm. into. And I don't really care to see it retold. Because for me, I feel like the reason why they would go with something that is um, like a retelling is because of the fact that like, a new idea in Gundam I don't know that I have faith in any group, whether foreign or the actual creators, and retelling a good Gundam story top to bottom in a new universe they're establishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I guess I'll say, positive outlook on this or hopefulness for this isn't even that I think a Gundam movie would be great. It's more the people behind it. So, like, producing mm-hmm. it, we have people behind Detective Pikachu. Directing it, we have people behind uh, Kong Soul Island which should have been a ridiculous goddamn movie. It still kind of was, but it worked in the way that it was. It knew the tone and feel it wanted to go for. And the fact that it is Brian K. Vaughn writing it, the person behind Runaways, uh, Wide Last Man, and my personal, like, the greatest comic book of all time, well-written, in my opinion, uh, Saga, that has just complete out-there concepts. So that's where my hope is coming from. But, I mean, yeah. I mean like, again, I'm with you, Gal. I just, I didn't really want to see you see. I, I don't. I like UC as a concept, but I don't think we need UC. I don't think we need to keep falling okay, back I, on UC. I will, I will make an exception and say I think UC can work perfectly if you don't try and do the Gundam in UC. Some of yeah. my favorite Gundam stories, some of the most perfect Gundam stories are UC and just UC as a backdrop and are not like the overall universe of Century. Like, yeah. 8th MS team, UC, right? That's that's UC, right? That's, like, yeah. or, like, post-UC? No, no it's, that, it's that's still during UC, it. It's during it. That's during the yeah. one-year war. Yeah, that's during the one-year war. One, I I think Gun the Head, and if it was the only Gundam I could ever watch again, I might just say it was 8th MS team. But, like, um, War in the Pocket, 
good lord, if you want Gundam distilled down, if you want like if you want to boil away all the extra liquid in in a in like in a Gundam series and just get smacked over the head in the best way possible with what Gundam is about, War in the Pocket is it. I want to see something like that from from these projects, like where it's just like it it is just top to bottom, just just like perfect. Like I think War in the Pocket is maybe three hours, two and a half hours, something like that. But it's just if you needed to get across to someone what's Gundam, you show them that and be like, done. That's also you see, and it's like it's such a weird little story, but it just it gets the whole th- the whole point of it across and and everything, and in just such a a perfect magical way that just sucks. That movie doesn't like that movie ends and you're like, fuck, I'm, uh, this is not happy. And you know what? Gundam's not supposed to be happy. Because war fucking well, sucks. Yeah. Especially you see Gundam's not supposed to be happy. Uh, yeah. But, you know, know it's just, I was... but even, even that, like, I think that it tells the message so well, like, leaving you with that feeling, it's like, yes, this is what we're trying to get across. Like, giant robots, cool. Uh, what they're made for, no. Yes. Like, <laughs> Like I personally would have liked, I I know it was a feeble, uh, you know, fever dream, long reach. I would have liked to see them do a retelling live action of Gundam Wing, only because not because it's my favorite per se, but because I feel it's the most approachable. Like, literally, the episode always starts with "Here's the backdrop." Okay, let's go, and that's it. It doesn't really get mm-hmm. up its own ass like UC does. Like even the original Gundam was up its own ass all the time. If it's a start episode re retelling. So like that's kind of what I was hoping for. Like like you were saying, don't I don't I didn't want UC. I'm hoping maybe we're still not getting UC or maybe a different version of it itself. We like, can have I, a, an opening episode or an opening ten minutes be like, you know, the colony dropped. We're at war. These are the factions. Boom, and it has nothing to do with like trying to solve the war because it's yeah. ultimately you don't wars don't just end like that. Yeah. So uh we'll see, we'll see. And then next up, the final bit of news we have on here for new dates, Netflix. And this one came out late. We almost didn't cover it, but it was too important. We could not cover it. Uh, Netflix has announced a video showing off the live action One Piece cast. Let's see if we can get that pulled up. I don't know. That's right. I don't think they put it on a YouTube channel anywhere. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, the entirety of the One Piece live action cast on Netflix has gone ahead and been reviewed. Uh, we have, starting from top to bottom, Taz Skyler playing Sanji. Uh, Jacob Romero Gibson playing Usopp. Emily Rudd playing Nami. Uh, Makenyu playing Zoro. And Inaki Godi playing Monkey D. Luffy. And personally for myself, I am about this energy this cast had in the announcement video. I really am. Like, I'm about the fact that this is a, literally a device, diverse cast of just different people, different backgrounds. They're not all just one thing. Uh, they... And again, they just seem like they had like custom shirts made by Oda Sensei, and they're calling him out. And there, and the fact that Oda did have apparently a hand in picking the cast members themselves. Like, like Mingo was saying earlier in the pre-show, 
like Oda tends to be like pretty hands on with the uh, extra content that's made outside of just the manga. So I don't know. I still don't know how One Piece works in live action at all. Um, but get ready to see I'm some excited. real bad arms. Huh? I said get ready to see some real bad arms. Damn it. Why well, do you know what? Like I said, He's when it comes to live action, drop your expectations and just have hope. Yeah, that's fair. Because at the end of the day, just like the Yuhu Hawk show one, that spirit ball might just look like a spirit ball to come. Spirit gun. Same thing. Absolutely uh, not. Yu Hawk show is four billion times better than Dragon Ball wishes it was. This is true. Well, well, Dra- <laughs> Dragon Ball fucking we we don't bring up evolution. Oh. Oh boy, I was just I wouldn't. Anywho, I'm, again, I'm just excited for this. Uh, again, I'm about this cast. This cast seems to be legitimately excited to be part of this world. We don't know what the actual full-on plan is yet for this One Piece live action series. It's saying even on the shirts that were specially made for them, season one. So it would appear they have high hopes for this. They want to keep it going. Um, I mean, it's possible that they already have two seasons planned. Like, Netflix mm. likes to talk the game like, oh, yeah, the, the, you know, the numbers watched matter. But for, like, these bigger things, I would not be surprised if, like, they already have two two seasons planned and, like, you know, not not announcing that they're they're going to do two seasons is part of the thing to make people watch it. You know, because there's that narrative of, oh, if we watch it, it'll get a second season. Oh, and also, also for, go ahead. Keep in mind, Oda Sensei is got his hand in the pot. Like he's not gonna. Yeah. He doesn't let shit go unless it he approves. Oda got that grip, so. Yeah, and this is also the same man that will take every other week off. To ensure quality for his manga. Mm-hmm. I really wish that he would put his foot down in the show with all the recap, but whatever. We take what we can get. Imagine if One Piece moved to a thing where you just got like 24 episodes a year. I mean, hell, try watching the Dress Rosa arc. It felt just like that. Oof. <laughs> yeah. It was a long ass arc. Oh, uh, quick side note to anyone commenting on these young actors' appearances and their casting: go fuck yourself. Oh, yes. And keep in mind, I feel like if you have a problem with the casting, you're probably not that deep into One Piece, or you don't actually care, like you pretend that you do. One, the one thing I've always given One Piece, and like, like I said. I've felt One Piece is too dense for me to get into. It's kind of it's not my thing in terms of like the the art style they go with. But the one thing I've always like, why I always try to like, oh maybe someday I'll give it a chance. To certain points at least, I know at least at some point I want to go back to get to Enos Lobby at least because that's when the the prime moment of that looks intriguing to me. But otherwise, what has always been a big thing for me with One Piece is the fact that One Piece is a global story, and that is so fucking cool. Not only with that, but Oda really does take his time to build not only his main cast, but it, even each side character. He ensures that every island they go to, there is some depth to that island. Yeah. Um, 
And actually, Carlito, funny enough, as you mentioned, Eni's lobby, um, that is honestly a big pivotal point in the series. Like it's yeah. one of the big ones that starts it off. Like, but like I said, I it's that's always been the big thing for me. Like One Piece looks like it is an, a, legitimately a giant world with different people into it, and that's always been intriguing to me. I don't believe for a goddamn second I'll ever be the person that goes back and actually partakes in the entire thing, but that has been the thing of like, if anything, this might, as blasphemous as some people might say, if this is actually done successfully and is a good piece of media, this might be the thing of One Piece that I follow for the sake of like, I've again always said it. One Piece is cool. One Piece idea is cool. It's just been a matter of like, I just don't partake directly. Yeah, you know what? Like honestly, though, my my main thing when I hear someone say that they don't want to watch One Piece because it's too long, I feel like that's the lazy one's excuse. I will say that, like, I I am on the on the side of like, if I'm going to consume One Piece, I'm gonna read the manga. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Look, and that right there, that is not the lazy man's excuse. That is a very legitimate, re- good reason why. Because I highly recommend the manga for the anime. Yeah. I could just there's I can tackle it so much quicker than how the anime will pace it. And then, you know, if I end up having like my favorite, like a favorite fight scene or a favorite arc, I might go watch that, you know, but like, there's just so much of it that like, you, when you do the math, there's a lot of hours. Yeah. It's not, no, and exactly. you know, and what, what's funny is most of those hours in, in this is me being a diehard one piece fan. It's all in the fucking recap. Yeah. yeah. It's all in the recap and the preview. Don't get me wrong. OPs are fire. Uh, one piece has a bunch of fire one uh, OPs. But the recap and the end caps will murder you. And if you don't have a way to fully skip them, like, God, I wish fucking Funimation had a they had will a skip. It's coming. It's yeah, coming. They're, it's coming. Yeah. Well, see, here's my thing, though. Is it going to skip if they're going to get the option on the OP or they're giving it on the fucking recap? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, it's probably just going to be. The I would OP. hope they would learn because that's that's the thing. Reason why I love. Watching anime on Netflix and HBO Max because they have skip re- they have skip OP and they have skip recap. Oh, Ooh, that's that's what we need because honestly, it's the recap. The recap gets me every fucking. That's why honestly, I haven't caught up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I, uh, I I've recently started watching um, due to a conversation in the last couple of weeks between Carlos and a, another friend of mine. Uh, started watching The Last Airbender with my mom again. To like finally just, you know, see the whole damn thing, um, and yeah, the fact that it skips the opening and the recap is like, wow, it's perfect. Because uh, that opening is fine, but it's not fire. Too many. No, I agree. But you know what, Gallant? This also says something about Oda himself, is and I can attest to it as well. If you read it and then watch what you want to watch, you are honestly just watching it come to life. Yeah. Yeah. That is on the best part that I can sell for One Piece, is that if you read it, and then go where you want to go, you're honestly just watching your chapter come to life, and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, like I said, like I, I, in terms of like One Piece anime, the only thing the anime I really want, like I'm, I'm not going to commit ever to the whole thing, 
Like, I would at least like to get to the uh, Enos Lobby. That's always been a goal of mine, of getting the Enos Lobby. It just never happened for one reason or another. But after that, if I did like it enough, I wouldn't keep watching it. I'd, I'd read it. Yeah. Like, honestly, it is more... It is easier to watch it. And I'm, uh, I guess I was lucky because my brother had bought... Uh, we were both buying the One Piece DVDs mm-hmm. as they were coming out. And we had bought up to Enos Lobby. You see, that's the thing. When those DVDs were first coming out, uh, Gallant will tell you, I was buying them initially. Like, I, because I wanted to get in there. I wanted to give a chance. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to be a Bart this. And so I actually had a few of those, like the full on 25 episode season DVDs. And like, I just couldn't keep up with it money wise for one thing or another. And then Funimation, you know, they caught up to it at a certain point and kind of like started doing smaller numbers. Like, okay, well, whatever. Maybe someday just never happened. Like, I don't know if that if that deal ever happens again because that was a deal for a while there of like the first so and so many episodes that Funny had done available on on like the DVD sets like the uh, massive ones. I might pick those up at some point in the future and just watch it then. Like, See, but like you, what, what I was into weeks... is that uh, what up until Annie's lobby and honestly a little bit after like I would say maybe past Thriller Bark like once you end Thriller Bark. You know, you kind of want to just start reading. Yeah. Like, watching it up until then, I think, will be more doable. Because I feel like the recaps get worse as the series has gone on. Um, I mean, yeah. Like, Shonen. One Piece was that... It was made in that time frame. It was made in that age. It was like so many other Shonens. It really was. And, like, even then, more recently, I went back, even a few weeks ago, and I almost restarted where I left off on One Piece in the anime. Uh, but I guess the dub part that I was at got taken off animation. So, like, oh, well, I guess not. But, yeah, I highly recommend, if you want, if if you're down to bad to watch, watch up until Thriller Bark, and then after that, go to, uh, go to reading it. Yeah. All right, well. Oh, or just read it in general, because honestly, it's a great fucking read. And then from there, we'll go ahead and finally step off of new announcements, going to new dates. Uh, first up, Goodbye, Don Gleese, the anime film, is going to be opening in Japan February 18th. Nothing yet on an American release, but I will update as I find out. A uh, quick summary on here. The story centers on two boys named Roma and Toto. The boys meet when Roma moves from Tokyo to the countryside, which he cannot grow accustomed to. But when he meets Toto, they become a duo naming themselves Don Gleese. Eventually, Toto was supposed to move out to Tokyo for school, but on the summer of their first year of high school, they meet Drop, a new addition to Don Gleese, who invites them to view the world from above. When Roma and Toto follow up Drop, uh, oh, when Roma and Toto follow Drop, they become involved in a forest fire that gets blamed on them and go off in search of a missing drone that has evidence of their innocence. A small incident becomes an important life-changing journey that accumulates, uh, accumulates in Iceland. Hmm. Sounds cool. Like, I'd be about yeah. it. So just, uh, just in a, a frightening little thing i just worked out right now sorry to go back to one piece mm-hmm. they're about to do their 1000th episode yes yep there's not even 100 episodes of filler nope 
there's not even a tenth of that is filler. Nope. I mean, we're not counting opening of the innings and 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 recaps and all that, but yeah, no. As as pure story, it is as pure as it gets. The longest stretch when I looked at this filler thing, which is from December, or I'm sorry, which is from October 27th of this year, the longest filler arc was 10 or 11 episodes. Yep, that's what about right. Insane. And as, like I said, as like I said before, Oda even claimed, Oda stated that the movies are canon, which means the filler that leads up to the movies, mm-hmm. canon. Disgusting. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Sorry, Carlos, we can't sit on one piece all night. It's okay. I understand. I can, I understand. But whatever. Uh, next up, uh, a quick side note of gaming wise. I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. I think it looks cool. Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier smartphone game will be officially launching on November 17th. So if you're a weeb, you enjoy Final Fantasy VII, if you want to do a BR where you can use sword fights, magic and be monks, and then just say, hey, I'm tired I'm tired of this motherfucker's bullshit, and then pull out a gun and shoot someone, there you go. It's coming. Enjoy. I'll be there. Uh, after that, it was announced, Detective Conan Police Academy Run will have a December 4th debut. I think that's just an arc within the anime. Uh, let me see if I can. Yeah, it's just a random arc, I'm assuming, in there. So I'm not sure what that all means, but it seems to be important. So if you want to be about that, December 4th, enjoy yourself. And then last and new dates. We have new discotheque releases on Blu-ray. These are going to be for January 25th. First up, uh, you heard about the story a few months ago when they were looking for people to get them the uh, audio or any kind of English uh, release of this. The Ninja Senshi uh, Tobikage Ninja Robot series will be coming to Blu-ray January 25th from Discotech. Along with... Oh, Lord, his... A number of Urusei Yatsura movies. First, Only You. Then, Remember My Love. Then, Lum The Forever. Then, The Final Chapter. Then, Always My Darling. Because apparently the fir- the second one there was a lie. Uh, as well as Detective Conan, Sunflowers of Inferno. The original OVA for Appleseed. The old school one. And the entirety of season two of Kenichi, The Mightiest Disciple, season two. Nice. I remember when that was new. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember when that was new. Okay, I'm old. Whatever. Um, and then from that, let's go ahead and move on to our final piece here. We're required reading. Uh, first up, they went ahead and ANN was able to find a translation of a old interview done by Richard uh, Eisenbees with uh, Mamoru Oshii, uh, the legendary director of things such as the original, yeah, you might, this was just you last week, the original Ghost in the Cell movies. And basically it's a newly uh, translated article about how 
he does not view himself as the creator. He does not view himself as an owner or an artist. He views himself more as just a skillsman who kind of just is hired for a specific skill set, which he uses to bring something uh, to life in the manner that is that is asked of him. It's a cool, oh, that's great. not that long of an article in all honesty, uh, but it's it's just kind of cool to get inside his head of like, he is not he's not a director of saying like oh he has a vision he wants to do things it's very much like no i'm i'm really just more of a person i have a certain skill set people come to me i was like okay cool we can make that work and that's it like he views how the reference he views other people he thinks more as artists and creators than himself and how he just really feels like no like i i'm here for a skill set that's why i hone my skill set so dearly because i know exactly what they're asking me for and i want to provide that type mm. of thing so it was a cool little read Next up, uh, if you want to go, if you're like me, you like going into a deep dive into the anime industry and where it is, basically. Uh, ANN has a, let me see here. I'm not sure this is what they went ahead and did or they sourced it. Let me make sure. Uh, no, yeah, it was a translation from a Japanese uh, journalist in Japan. But yes, they had a full translation of what is happening in the anime industry in 2021 to 2022 an analysis of the animation industry report 2021 uh effectively this is just talking about how did the industry handle 2020 and the pandemic and going into detail about like what how did the market grow how did it go down did it lose that much and speaking about how it's becoming more and more reliant on yeah, as time goes on, it's becoming more reliant on outside endorsements, like from America and China and things of that nature. And because of that, it didn't. It still went down during the pandemic naturally, but it wasn't nearly as they thought it was going to be because of the fact that it has switched so much to be a global market that it was not bleeding as bad as they thought it would, and how much more they believe it's going to go ahead and be a part of its needs in the future to help pick up the slack to the fact that Japan kind of just can't handle this much work and even stating to a certain point that they're seeing in the near future that unless they're able to go ahead and fix, as we've mentioned before in different parts of the podcast, uh, the growing problems within the industry about being able to keep and find new create creatives in anime along with keep them so they can go ahead and be veterans, Japan might lose its monopoly on what is considered the anime look to groups like China who are now getting into space as well and providing these stories because that's just kind of where they are of that's how much work is there and what can be done per se. So if you like reading about all that type of stuff going on in there, that's out there for you along with, and this is going to be the final one uh, from Kim Morrissey at ANN uh, Karakawa anime producer wants isekai to take over the world i know how that might read as a headline but it is actually a very good article about how one of the members of leadership in katakawa does want to go ahead and fix it, uh fixate more on isekai not in the sense of it's the greatest thing ever but in the fact of like how oh no it's helping them like especially the the novels light novels that focus so heavily on isekai because they're more easily translated and then pushed out globally, they want to be able to go ahead and use that as a foothold as they have in the past of don't rely so much on anime per se as the discovery and push itself, but be able to support it more so on these like subtle releases that kind of get picked up and get more steam, such as light novels. 
So it's honestly mm-hmm. it's a cool one. It's a it's a cool one to read. Uh, made in depth on there. So yeah, I I just I highly recommend that. All right, folks, and with that, we are good for the night. As always, we thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. No, it's a longer show, but I mean, on Netflix for everything normally, but especially for today. Uh, good times, good stories, and we will be back next week. Hopefully, not with a giant info dump again, but we'll see what happens. Either way, of course, once more, thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Uh, any closing thoughts? I got one. Uh, for all those uh, Wichos fans who was hoping that the card game would be here, it has finally arrived to the state. Uh, set one just released with a couple starter decks. Um, and if you're in the San Antonio area, hit up, uh, hit me up on Facebook or Twitter at Cooking with Chefe. Uh, I am trying to get a community growing with my brother at my local game shop on Culebra, Gamers Gem. Hit them up. They're also on Facebook at Gamers Gems. And yeah, so if, if you like the anime and you always wanted the card game, what's finally here, let's get this bitch growing. Very good. Very good. Down. any passing thoughts? Um, we salute the cremated flag. Okay. Ah. Uh, why? Why is that spelled that way? Sorry, I saw something Google document. The letters capitalization to me. My bad. That's on me. Uh, ADD. Sorry. Um. But yeah. No. Okay. That's gonna be all, folks. Uh. Next week we'll be back to you again. Nothing so far. We did want to go ahead and next week we will have some slight news about how things might be. Uh in flux a little bit for some of us with things changing but that'll be for next week otherwise though we'll still be here every week wednesday the same time same place uh if you enjoyed the show again please hit like leave a review follow whatever it is anything you can go ahead and do to help we appreciate all of that and one last time have a great night and we will see you next week take care booty butt cheeks Thank you.